What's up, you lazy motherfuckers? Nah, I'm the lazy one. I'm doing this shit last fucking minute, man. I'm up here Sunday morning. Just got back from Las Vegas. Lost all my money. No, I'm playing. But I was in Vegas, so I'm way fucking behind. Anyway, um, this episode I did with my good friend Jam. Uh, I've had him on before. He's part of the Bloody Knuckle Combat crew. The baddest band from Detroit. That may or may not come back. Ha <laughs> No, um But yeah, this was uh just a just a Sunday afternoon, you know, type of bullshit session, you know. Uh just trying to keep it you know, regular. I don't wanna keep it too like interviewee, you know, with the people I have on. I like I like to have a fun conversations as well. I don't even I don't even think we touched on much hardcore in this episode. Maybe, oh no, we talked about, like, if you can have, like, your top five bands play, who would they be? Uh, we got way off track in this entire thing. It was a good time, a fun conversation. Um, I didn't, I mean, you know, I hope some of you like just a fucking you know, casual conversation. It doesn't really lead anywhere, but uh, good times with my brother. And, you know, I don't want to blow, I don't want to blow my wad in one fucking shot, man. You know, there's a lot of people to talk to, but then again, there's not. And the people, you know, I reach out to a lot of people, some reply, some don't. You know, some want to be fucking rock stars. That's cool. I love everybody. And I appreciate everybody who's came on so far and everybody who's checked it out. Um, just... You know, keep supporting and keep supporting your local bands. Keep sharing the bands. And one day this shit's going to be over with and we're going to be back in the room fucking punching each other in the face again. I cannot wait for that. I cannot fucking wait to get hit in my head. It'll be fun. Anyway, I hope you liked this episode. Please check it out. Share it. Share whatever. And next week I got a banger coming on. You're going to be fucking surprised next week. Anyways, thanks again. Holla at your boy on the Instagram, uh, Terror Zone Instagram. That's all I use right now. I'm thinking about putting up a website. Anyway, um, uh, let me know. Let me know what you think. Get at your boy. Sorry, now we can talk. Right. <laughs> Just got to add that shit in because right. you can line up the audio that way. Like, if it's not like good audio on the video recorder, then you would take the audio from the audio and like basically put it on top of the video. And that's why we clap so you can line it up on yeah. the if I don't, links or whatever. I don't know what they're called. Yeah, if oh, I don't shit. fuck that up firsthand, though, like I did last week. Sorry, so you everybody. Got, you have experience doing this then, right? Very fucking little. Very okay. little. I'm learning as I go. Like, I did a podcast um, like a year ago. Yeah. And it. 
fell on its face because I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. So I took a year and kind of learned how to do like behind the scenes shit. And I mean, I'm using this experience to like launch another podcast, but right it'll take time. Right. So right now I mean, I'm just I really. Want to, I want to start my own. I, I didn't mean to cut I mean, you off. No, no, you didn't cut me off. You're good. Yeah, let me know, dude. I'll I'll help you out in any way I can. Cool, man. So, and what do you what do you want to do a podcast on? Yeah, it's just whatever. It was you know what, just man. Talk shit. Uh, yeah, talk shit, dude. Like anything, you know. I want to mix in hardcore, uh, you know, MMA, boxing, politics. Oh, cool. You know what I mean? Just a mix of kind of everything. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just everything. Just, just talk shit. Just talk shit, basically. You know by mean? yourself, you can have like your friends on. Oh, so. I want to definitely have yeah. guests. Have, I mean, I, I mean, trust me, I could talk shit. And sit, I mean, who wants to sit and listen to me fucking blabber <laughs> for fucking hours? Yeah, you know what I mean? exactly. I mean, I, I could I could do it that way, but I I think it would be more interesting if. I had guests on, you know what I mean? It's a different 100%. opinion and to keep a conversation going. Yeah. It's it's a lot easier when you have guests. Like, uh, doing a solo cast, like, you feel like you're talking to yourself. So it's sure. super fucking annoying. Sure. But you know what? The thing about that is it's it's easier to collect your thoughts and get your point across, you know what I mean, when you're doing it by yourself, you know, to, to constantly just, you know, be able to stay on the same train of thought, you know what I mean, mm -hmm. and get across what you're trying to say when you're by yourself sometimes you know so it's like maybe split it up to where it's like do a portion where it's just me by myself and then bring on the guest and you know or whatever yeah. mix it up you know i got a, a million ideas floating around in my head you for know sure what I mean? you know even when i do like my intros like my, my one or two minute intros like i write the shit down what i other what i need to get across but i still i get lost by myself i'm like i have all the shit I'm like, what the fuck am I gonna say? Like, I can't yeah. do it by myself. I need yeah. somebody to like bounce off of, and I'm not, I'm not or the interesting one. You know, I want to talk to cool yeah. people, not me. Yeah, shit. Oh, you're cool, man. You're a cool guy. <laughs> yeah, and I like to, you know, talk about hardcore and like, you said like MMA. Like, I've never even brought that up on any of this shit yet. We yeah. did last week. Yeah, we did. It's oh, not out oh, yet. Oh, but yeah, with Joe. Well, yeah. Right at the fun. very end, dude. And we barely we talked, talked about, about it. Muay Thai shit, yeah. you know, and all that stuff, man. God, what a journey he's had with that. Oh man. You ain't lying, bro. Joe is the. Uh, are we recording right now? Yeah, it's yeah, fine. Okay. Yeah. Joe was the first guy that, like, you know, him and I had been friends for a while. You know, we had talked. He was training in, uh, I think it was Aikido or Hopkido. Um, him and Eckert. And I would, like, they invited me out to tr come on and check out, like, where they trained. But we were also looking into, like, other martial arts that were, we thought were cooler. You know, or more like more practical, I should say. Yeah. You know what I mean? That that were more um in use for like self defense. Yeah. Like devastating shit. Yeah, some right? of that shit's other like it's like spiritual. <laughs> you know. Well, it was or just... like the movements you know, and uh discipline, you know, with other other shit. Like you said like hop keto or whatever, like yeah, you know, that's not too practical compared to, you know, Muay Thai. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Muay Thai was it, dude. And uh he hit me up, man, and he's like, bro, he's like, there's this fucking gym in Wyandotte, man. There's a guy doing a Muay Thai seminar. Because there was nothing else. There wasn't, I mean, other than Blackfeather, um, where, uh, that, I can't remember his name. It was this black fellow he uh, was teaching that. Or Jay Clifton trained under him. He they, okay. they got the train. He passed away uh, a few years ago. Um, damn, I wish I could remember his name. But he was legit. He was, like, I think that maybe that might have where Joe found out about Muay Thai. You know what I mean? Yeah. So he was showing me videos and shit like that on uh you know on the internet like dude check this shit out. This is this is where it's at. You know what I mean? This is what's up. 
So he called me. He's like, there's this guy doing a seminar at, at a fucking gym in Wyandotte. Let's go. I was like, cool. I'm down. Let's go. We went to the seminar, dude, and I fucking fell in love with the shit, dude. I, I, from the first day. Because, I mean, at that time, like, I had never really trained any kind of martial arts. You know what I mean? I'm just, like, with my friends or whatever. that that They trained martial arts, but I didn't, you know? And they would show me, like, what they were learning and this and that. I'm like, oh, yeah, it's cool, man. You know, I, I I dig it, you know. But it wasn't like a class. It was just like they would show me whatever they learned that day or that week or whatever. But when I went to this fucking seminar, I fell in love with this shit, dog. I was just like, this is what I need to do every fucking day of my life. And because this is what, like, this is it. Because at that time, like, I was only just lifting weights. You know, I was, I was big. You know what I mean? I was, you know, big, strong dude. I could already fight. You know what I mean? I was already good with my hands. But like, I you want to talk about getting? All right, hold on, let me tell you something. Okay, <laughs> go ahead, tell me. Well, you want to talk about getting humbled? Like when I went to that fucking seminar, like they humbled like he, and the trainer's name was Nick Hewitson, right? He and he's uh, dude from Great uh, UK, and dude he worked us to fucking death. I mean, Fuck. and but I loved it, dude. I loved it. Yeah. Yeah, but fuck. we also learned things like we learned like how to strike properly, like with you know how to kick properly, like throw you know a karate kick as opposed to a muay thai kick. Muay thai kicks are devastating, especially to the legs. Oh yeah, like, yeah. You see their legs get just <laughs> fucking swollen, like pink and purple with one fucking kick. Yeah, you know it's it's devastating, it's devastating, dude. devastating, man. I mean, one kick, even at fifty percent, like if you're and I did this a couple times with guys that I work with and this and that. We were out drinking, whatever. We like, <laughs> and they're like, oh, yeah, you fucking kicks can't be that fucking hard, you know, this and that, whatever. I was just like, I'm, I'm telling you, bro, like, it'll fuck you up, bro. It hurts. It fucking hurts, dude. All right, man. You know, we had some fucking, you know, beers in us, whatever. Fucking, all right, give me one. I was like, I'm, like, I'm going to give you one 50%. 50%, that's it, Okay. Boom. All right, so here, here's the story. My buddy, this is my buddy Kale that I'm talking about, right? So I gave him 150%, right? Dropped him to his fucking knees. He couldn't walk the was next day. Or was it a calf or like his thigh? In the thigh. Yeah. Right, right, right <laughs> below the hip. Yeah. Right below the hip or in the hip flexor. And his leg, his leg was fucking purple. I mean, dark purple from here down. And I used to do this shit to guys like in the in when we would have class. Once I started training, you know, more and more and more and more, because like after that seminar, I was there every fucking day. I fell in love with it. Like it was like love at first sight, dude. I, yeah, I remember I, when like all you guys were doing. Like, like there's quite a few dudes. Like was Rob Armstrong there? Or, Rob came to training there, with us yeah, for a while. Yep. Yeah, um, I remember Him, you, uh, J Dubs. Yeah. My good buddy, uh, fucking Bobby Gibson, he listened to this shit. Yeah. Um, and a Josh Beck. You guys were yeah. all in the same class. I remember yep. seeing a picture of you guys. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, I was like, fuck. I was like, my boys are with my boys who don't know that they're <laughs> yeah. both my boys. Yeah. <laughs> from like high school to hardcore, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they didn't know shit about you so know what, me, what I used to. Joe, do. Uh, Scotty Hughes, that R.I.P. Scotty Hughes. That was my boy, man. He was my training partner. Um, passed away in a motorcycle accident out in Colorado, but uh. Oh yeah, yeah, I do remember him. Big tall. Yeah. 
Yeah, big tall skinny guy. Yeah, yeah. he yeah, was yeah. my training partner. Yeah, he, I remember him. Dog, I he got... was scary, dude. He was fucking intimidating. Just the way he looked <laughs> yeah. at all times. Just yeah, like like what's up, man? He'd be like, hey, he's like stare at you, like <laughs> like and I know what you know, motherfucker. So he's so scary. But he, could, he could also be like the most goofy, fun yeah. dude that you've ever met. Like really eccentric and shit. I gotta. I'll tell you a story about me and Sky uh, here in a minute. But uh, we uh, I, like I said, I fell in love with it. I was going every day, man. And I used to like. We used to do, you know, part of the training was the leg kick conditioning where we would just stand in static positions and kick each other in the legs back and forth just to get the nerves and the muscles and, you know, condition to take that kind of punishment. Mm. I mean, don't get me wrong. It hurt like a motherfucker. You know, we were training with our guys, you know, because that gym had, it was us. We were really just renting space at this gym and they had Krav Maga guys there as well so we would invite them over to train with us it was a beautiful gym dude they had a fucking like two different rooms where they crab we did we rented the one side that where all the fucking heavy bags were um they, and they had everything from banana bags to fucking teardrop bags to like uh silver sand filled fucking uh heavy bags everything they had a ring like a legit ring you know what i mean so we could go in there and spar if we wanted to um so we, you know, when guys would come in, once we got accustomed to it, and once we, like me and Joe and like all those guys, Scotty, you know, like we we conditioned ourselves, you know, to the point where you know we we could take it. Yeah, it's like, a good kick. New, like we, we fuck, and we you, we wouldn't even realize it. You know what I mean? Like we, like new people would come in, and we would team up with them on like a partner exercise. Um, we you know the way that our bones and muscles had conditioned. Even if we were just, we thought we were going light. Because if it was like me and Joe together going light together, it, it was fine. And I'm way bigger than Joe. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah you maybe close to twice the size. Right. But <laughs> yeah. Joe could still take it. Fuck you know yeah. What I mean? Yeah, just conditioned. You know, but like, that's why I trained with Scotty. Because he was the closest. I was the biggest one in the class. Yeah. Right? And Scott was the was the closest one to my size. Even though he was a little bit smaller than me, he was the closest one. Right? And me and Scott used to kick the fuck out of each other. I mean, we would kick each other hard on purpose, <laughs> like just to just to see how how hard how much pain you could take, right? And uh, so like we you know when we would get new people in the class, it, a lot of times we would get these big fucking bodybuilder motherfuckers that would come in there that thought that they were just the fucking toughest things you know, like you ever. Is the king should have fuck mountain? You know what I mean? <laughs> And it would, like they come in there, and we would just kick the fuck out of them, dude. And they would, they would. I remember a couple of guys fucking crawled out of that place. They're like, "Fuck this, we ain't, ain't ever coming back." Well, especially here. if you come in with that attitude, <laughs> you know, like some sort of like tough guy attitude. Yeah, like, it's like, really easy yeah. to fucking learn your place. But you see, you know what? That like I almost had that attitude when I came in. There. I was like, "Oh fuck, I can, I know I could fight." I'm yeah. sure that they probably thought the same thing. Get that adjustment real yeah, quick. Yeah, but I got like I said, I got humbled <laughs> real fucking quick. You know what I mean? yeah, fucking so, so these guys are like, you know, they would fucking, you know, we 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 start off like bang, 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 you know, back and forth, and fucking. Eventually, you know, it's just like sparring, dude. It was like, you always say, let's start off light. And then eventually, it like, 
somebody lands one solid shot, then then the guy you're sparring with gets a little upset or whatever. Now he turns it up a little bit. Then you turn it up a little bit. Next thing you know, you're in a real fucking fight. And it was like, whoa, 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 whoa. We're supposed to be sparring here. <laughs> yeah, he did real fucking. Right. Yeah, that'd be the problem with me. Like, it'd be hard not to get mad. But you both know the same shit. He may know more. So right. it's just a mutual fucking full-blown fight, which. Well, I'm talking about, like, the guys that were experienced. Like, even, like, me and Joe and or me and Scott. Or me and, you know, there's another guy named Mike Riggle. Uh, shout out Mike Riggle. I don't know whatever happened to that guy. He was, dude, that guy was, I mean, his form was really, really good, man. Solid kick, could punch hard. But when it came to foot movement and, like, ring movement and, re like, ring uh, awareness, situational awareness, like, knowing when you're at in the ring, he froze up no. every time. And I, I remember trying to work with him, you know what I mean? Because he was, like, but like when we went and did that original seminar, like he was like Nick's assistant, right? And uh, I trained with him quite a bit. I mean, he was smaller than me, but he was good. He was good, man. He was athletic. He was, you know, he strong. But when it came to, I don't think he'd ever actually been in a fucking real fight, <laughs> just like in the ring or in yeah. the gym. So I like at the point like where you know me and Joe went there and started training. I had been in hundreds of fucking fights. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, you just, uh, just saw the you know, weekend shit, you know? Yeah. yeah. I mean, they weren't Muay Thai fights. But, no, I mean, street brawls, huh? Right, right. But you still had situational awareness, you know I mean? Like, like knowing where you're at, you know what I mean? When the fight happened, you know what I mean? Like, knowing how to use your feet, you know what I mean? And how to use your hands, like... And not tripping over yourself, yeah. Basically, you know, everybody thinks they can fight till it's actually time to fight, like that, right? Yeah, you right. fight somebody who's trained. You're probably in deep shit unless you're way bigger. You just grab a hold of them, right? Huh? All right, so here, all right, so here's a good story. Um, so before I started training, I was I was downtown like three, four nights a week, like down shows, whatever, and I was down there fu like fighting three nights a week, getting into fights. All the fucking time. All the fucking time, dude. No, I was just over dumb shit. Helping my friends. They would start fights, and i go in there and fucking help them. You yeah, know, it's, it's like... Here, here shit. Yeah, exactly. You yeah. know, here comes the fucking bruiser. Fuck. <laughs> 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 it's gonna smash the yeah. people. Hey, yeah. hey, man. You know, yeah. it works. Yeah. Size works. So, you know, and I was, I was strong, dude. I was fucking strong as fuck. I was doing power lifting and shit at the time. Yeah, I remember you being... Fucking monster at one yeah, point, just yeah. like just fucking full of muscles. Yeah, we still are, obviously. Right. So once I started training, dude, like it fucking changed everything. It changed my whole life, dude. Like once I started training with in the Muay Thai, dude, like it like changed everything, mind, body, and spirit, dude. Like my my whole shit was out of whack. Like you know what I mean? Like it brought everything kind of into balance. And I didn't fight again for like um, almost a year. You know what I mean? Oh, like, like a regular fight, like yeah. a regular fight, yeah, like just, a downtown, like a like a bar fight, or just what a show fight or whatever. Then. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So I mean, because of, like I was so focused on training, and you know, and and that you know, I was like, I don't like the, I'm like I I don't have to prove anything to anyone anymore. You know what I mean? Yes, I know thing. what I can fucking do. I, I will fuck you up. You know what I mean? I and I don't have to prove it. I can walk away from it easier than I can fuck you up. Yeah. I'm doing you a favor by not fucking you up. So we were at St. Andrews one night, and uh, I can't remember what show it was. It might have been a hate breed. Oh, it was a hate breed show. 
at St. Andrews. And fucking, there was these fucking skinheads there. It was like, it was weird, dude. I don't know. Because J-Dubs was involved in this, too. Was this when Hatebreed like, came through on like a random thing? When they... Was it like Pitbull and like Hate Inc? Was it that one? Because you were training in like 2006 or so? Yeah. Yeah, because they weren't yeah. playing fucking St. Andrews at that time. They're already too big, but they right. had come through on like a last right. minute thing. Yeah, yeah. So Hate Inc., The Alliance, yep. and fucking Pitbull played yeah. because I just seen the flyer the other day. That's why. So we, we're in the pit fucking doing our thing, you know, dancing, whatever. And uh, these dudes were taking fucking pot shots at us, right? These fucking skinheads. You were just moshing, they're just punching you? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So J Dubs gets a hold of one of these motherfuckers, and we start just it, him and it, it was like him and like one or two of his boys, and we fucking fought these dudes from the inside of the ballroom, through the main doors, through the fucking down lobby, the stairs, right down man. the fucking stairs, <laughs> all the way outside, up against a all the way up against a fucking cop car, dude. Mm. And I'm just fucking bow 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 bow, <laughs> just working this motherfucker. And I, the only thing that fucking stopped me, and it, it was like, it was like I heard my own mother yell my name. It was Violet, who was, it was a, a, a girl that worked security. Oh, okay. You know, you remember Violet? No, no, I don't. No, I didn't know the Shout out to Violet. Yeah. Um, I heard she was standing at the top of the stairs and I, I'm, I, I got this fucking kid up against a fucking police car with the police standing outside of the fucking car and I'm just beating the life out of this fucking kid. <laughs> she goes, jab! And I turn around and look and she's standing like, look, like it was like my mother called my name and I was just, I stopped. And like, I don't, like, it was almost like all the training up until that point that I had done, it was just muscle memory. All the combinations, all the pad work, all the fighting. all the work. Boom, boom, yeah. boom, 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 boom. Just lighten them up. Just lighten them up, dude. Oops. And I just stopped. It was almost like I looked at my hand. And I looked at her, and I was just like, I just stopped and walked back inside. But we ended up getting to another fight with the rest of those motherfuckers that were in there, and they wanted to call the fucking cops. <sighs> so, dude, they hit, they hit us in the fucking shelter. We had to go down to the and like Violet told us, it's like you guys got to fucking get the either get the fuck out of here or go hide somewhere. So me and Jada, we, we ran down into the shelter and we were hiding down there from the cops because these motherfuckers, like, they wanted to press charges and all this shit. Fuck, man. <laughs> so yeah. me and Jada are standing out there and we're laughing our ass off, dude, because we beat the shit out of these fucking Fuck. guys. I love the shelter, though, speaking of it, yeah. you know, anybody who doesn't know, I'm sure it's only fucking Detroit people checking this out, but right. St. Andrews is a venue, holds about maybe pack a thousand in there at the most right on a good night yeah. Yeah. yeah but the basement you know the shelter it's where they have another stage way smaller stage no fucking barricade little bar down there yeah and you can get about maybe 300 yeah it's fucking i mean on a good you know a sweet venue yeah fun oh, fun beautiful, fun man. Place, i fucking man. miss the that place was the dude. shit the yeah. shelter was always yeah, people the hanging shit. off like i just remember going there uh, i've already talked about literally hanging off the i-beams yeah I- i've done it before exactly yeah <laughs> exactly that's what i was gonna say uh, bleeding through and let it die played down there yeah. bury your dead yeah, just hanging off the i-beams and the fucking monitors because they had like speakers like drilled into the ceiling mm-hmm. there and people just like stomping on your head while hanging yeah <laughs> dude, the, the fucking earth mover reunion that was down there yeah that fucking shit was insane dude i mean people came from all over the world to to, to go to that reunion me and lenny were living together at the time okay that's yeah. what 2010 or yeah it was 2010 yeah because this year was the t- i don't know if you remember were you there 
No. No? No. No, I was already kind of in and out at the time. Right. So I remember the last song when they did uh, Commitment to Murder, Lenny said, uh, he said, uh, this is the last song, Commitment to Murder. It's about killing fucking rapists. We'll see you in 10 fucking years. And, you know, this, it was uh, the day after Christmas. It was the 26th of December. And I had posted the flyer because we played the show. All My Blood played the show. Okay. And uh, I texted Lenny. I, like, you know, did the, because it came up on Facebook because I posted it on Facebook, right? Mm-hmm. And it came up and I did the memory thing, shared it, whatever. And I texted it to Lenny. I was like, it's 10 years, motherfucker. What's up? Let's get down. You ready? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Fuck, that'd be fucking fun, man. Yeah. But, dude, that show was fucking insane, man. It was in fucking insane, dude. You must play that show. Was it All My Blood? Wasn't Tyrant on it too? I, didn't, oh, I could probably tell you, dude. Yeah. I got the flyer. Yeah, I yeah. A picture of the flyer. I mean, it was, a, it was fun. It was it was us, um, like Hawkeye. There's a few shows that I had uh, missed in those couple of years, and that's one that really really pissed because they did another reunion in Chicago. No, they. I, I went to that one. No, uh, they did um, a Motor City Fest too, right? Or because I remember, yeah, uh, 2016, yes. 2016, yes, the Alliance. Yeah, you, po- you posted the yeah, thing yeah, the other day, yeah, yeah, a couple days ago. And that's yeah. why, that's why I posted it because that was one of my favorite fucking Motor City Fest. Shout out to Critter. Yeah, shout out Critter. What up? <laughs> when are you gonna have you have you have you had him on this? Yeah, I don't know. I've talked. Or well, we're still trying to work it out. He's real busy with his fucking job, and he lives out in like Algonac or something like that. So he, it's, lives, he lives a ways. It's out. a ways out. Just yeah. uh, you know, like coordinating that whole thing really isn't. Really that yeah, easy. just the the way that you know time frames are working. Because yeah, my schedule's out. fucked up. It's not like I can I can just wait for people because I go to bed you know, so right, early yeah. for my job. Sure, sure. I know I got a fucking thing. I've been posting yeah, a bunch of old show flyers. H two O terror backtrack. While we look for this, I got it right here. No, he's at the flyer. The flyer. Flyer. Who cares? Silence. Grief. Oh, here's the original poison tongues. Fucking. Thing that we started with, I posted that. <laughs> <laughs> Old school. What year did Poison Tongue start? Was it about that uh, time? They started uh, 2010. Because this this was, I remember when we came up with this. It was, this is from January 29, 2011. So it was probably they. I, I remember they asked me to be in the band on New Year's Eve, uh, 2010, going into 2011. Mm-hmm. We were at a party. At Herb's house, and uh, that's when Lenny asked me to to be in the band. So they had already started. They had been together for maybe a year, I think. Okay. Prior to, you know, and they asked me to play bass for him. I was like, fucking hell yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah. I like that band still, but am I dumb or is Lenny not even in it anymore? Either no, or? no. Lenny, yeah. Lenny ended up having to leave, you know, uh, because of uh, military stuff and, you know, he just, uh, you know, his family. He was having a kid. Yeah, and he moved out. You know, he was he lives a, a few, little you know, ways fa- away, you know, fair ways away. You know, and just being able to, and you know, I mean, he wasn't the only one that had kids. Eckerd had kids. You know, and you know, it's just family stuff, family yeah, life. Sure. You know, it happens. You know, it's life. Life. I call it life happens. Yeah. You know, we can always pop in at any moment and yeah. you know, any show. Man, I can't <laughs> wait for shit to come back. Like, oh, dude, fucking you, shows. And that's one thing I wanted to bring up. If oh, if, here it is. Bam! Right here. Earth mover, tyrant, hate ink, hellmouth, 
Hawkeye, all my blood, and disconnected. There's the flyer right there. <laughs> oh, fuck, man. You got to send it to me. So I'll, so I'll post that I one. Send it to you. Motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good show. And that that was when Lenny was doing uh, his Fight Like Hell promotions. Um, that was show number five. Okay. He was doing it. He was promoting shows at the time, like putting shows together and shit. And uh, they decided to do an Earth Mover. That was a fucking hell of a show, yeah. dude. Holy fuck. Yeah, I, speaking of, this is going to go out after the one I'm putting out tomorrow. Speaking of Hellmouth, I had Jay over here, Jay Navarro. So Did you really? Yeah, yeah. That was a fucking good one. Jay actually was in Poison Tongues for a short period of time. Bass? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah, yeah. Yeah, was when I was doing vocals. Uh, and uh, there's pictures floating around of, of him up at the pla- uh our practice space at the loft. Oh my god! Uh, oh, that's where that was our spot. Dude. That's where we practiced, dude. It was god, fucking chaos. So dude. fucking crazy. <laughs> the place is just a bunch of bands. It's man, legend. Legend. Dude. Yeah. Man- legend. The bands that practice there. Yeah, man. I mean, Manic Outburst was in the room next to us. Annie Up was sharing a room with us. Uh, dude, we used to fucking get down. Also, Jericho man. had a room there for a while. Long time. Yeah. Long time. Cold as Life was up there. Yep. Underground Disciples was up there a long time ago. Yeah. You know, I mean, have you have you talked to Smitty? Did no. Smitty get a hold of you? No, supposed to. Yeah. Really? Yeah. No, I'm, I haven't yeah. had anybody reach out. Reach yeah. out, Smitty. <laughs> reach out, Smitty. Yeah, shout out, Smitty. Call him. I gave you his number. You better call him. I'm here, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be fucking fun, dude. I only got to see Underground Disciples one time. At the reunion? Yeah. 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 The Hide, Hide and Underground Disciples reunion at the yeah. Modern Exchange. Yeah. There's some... Uh, Air to clear. I think that Smitty wants to talk about on concerning that, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, 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 hey, whatever, man. I'm, I'm here. That'd be fun, but, uh, fun time. All right. Fun so time. there was. This, I remember getting back to the Muay Thai thing real quick. There was a story I wanted to tell you about me and Scott. Yeah. Because I I fucking love Scott, man. I miss him every fucking day, dude. Uh, there was at one at one point where we had left the gym in Wyandotte, and. We were because we trained at a bunch of different gyms. We taught and trained at a bunch of different gyms, right? And at one point, we didn't. We we were kind of like gym homeless, quote unquote. You know yeah, I mean? you didn't have a you didn't have a spot. spot. Yeah. So me and Scott's crazy ass. He's like, let's go to fucking Elizabeth because we used to run. We used to do our road work running at Elizabeth Park. Okay. We could do running and we could do workouts and shit at Elizabeth Park. Enough room to do all that. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. They had you know pull up bars and shit like that. And we and we had kettlebells and what you know, I would just bring all that shit with me. Mm-hmm. So me and Scott were like, dude, I feel like fucking sparring, dude. Okay. And I have pictures of it on my phone. I, it would take me a minute to dig them up, but cuz it's from a while ago. Me and Scott and one of his buddies that was kind of he Scott was kind of introdu- he was introducing his buddy into this shit that like that day and we went to the fucking park and we set up like a makeshift ring <laughs> it was like a gas can and three gym bags that we just made a square out of and we just started fighting me and Scott like no shirts just Muay Thai shorts barefoot in this makeshift ring and we just started fucking fighting what the fuck? Like, like you know, sparring, not, not fighting, yeah. but sparring. Fifty percent. People, dude, we almost we had a by the end of it, within twenty minutes, we had a fucking crowd of people. Oh, people just watching. Yeah, glad. like what are these crazy motherfuckers doing? Like these guys aren't even fucking tiny shorts with no shirts on, 
down here fucking kicking the shit out of each other. <laughs> That's fucking crazy. Yeah, because a lot of people who go to Elizabeth Park are uh, boring yeah. white people, you know? <laughs> They're like, what the fuck are these guys doing? And we, we were down there for a good hour and a half or so. Damn. Just lighting each other up, right? Yeah. It was awesome, man. It was hilarious. Yeah, for, for sure. I remember him just like friends of friends. He was like part of the like uh, was it? Taylor crew, like those guys, right? Mm. Yeah. Out of Taylor. Well, he was from, he was from uh, Grozeal. That's where he, that's where he was originally. Okay, from. well I just know him. But he, he ran he ran guys. around different. So he was in a bunch of different bands. He was in the Stallion. Uh, I think the other band was called Lions or something like that. Uh, you remember that band uh, Eat Spit? Remember? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I thought about that band the other day. Uh, they're just a fu- local band. Didn't One do of the much, bands but... got signed, dude, and uh, they moved him out to fucking Chicago. It was like just outside of uh, Chicago, Joliet, and uh, my girlfriend at the time, Andrea. Uh, we went down to Chicago and I went to go visit him and they, whoever the, whatever record label was on or they were on, they had bought him or he was standing in this like five level house. It was crazy, dog. Damn. Like, and like they paid him a, a shitload of money. They had a fucking studio at the very top level, like a recording studio, all that shit. But in the basement, Scott spent his money on it. He bought a fucking cage. Oh, my God. <laughs> he bought a fucking cage. <laughs> Just... And we had, he had a training spot down in the basement. It was fucking crazy, dog. That's awesome. Rest in peace, Scott. Yeah, man. I miss that guy. I really do. Yeah. So one thing I had an idea. I was thinking, when this whole shit goes back to normal, when we're allowed to go to shows, just a little survey. If you had... Three or five bands you can name off the top of your head. They can be local or or famous hardcore bands, whatever you want to call famous anyway. Right. Who would you have? Three to five bands. On one show? Yeah, yeah, one show for when shit well, goes back first, to normal. First of all, Cold is Life. Yeah. Obviously. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'll write it down. Cold is Life is, is, gonna be the, is number one. Um, Is this... Current bands or or past, uh, past or present? Uh, sure, for whatever you want. Like or like bands you've never fucking seen that you want to see. I think we're okay. going for like a dream show. Yeah, like, like a dream a, show, okay. full Maybe, on yeah. dream show. Okay, all right. Um, and then we'll do one about like current shows. Negative approach. Buried alive. Even though I've seen buried, I got a chance to see buried alive at. Uh, this is hardcore, which was awesome. Fuck you. Um, I've reached out to you about that. Anyway, <laughs> you fucking didn't even see the mess, I don't think. That's how <laughs> oh. I'll go with you motherfuckers. Because oh. I knew Cola's Life was playing. I was like, you guys decide to go. Oh, that was. Let me know. That, uh, yeah, I was kind of, I was kind of, um, I don't know. I was like, I went out there with Cola's Life and I was kind of helping him out with some things, you know, just to make sure everything went, shit went smooth. Kind yeah. Of, I don't want to say it was like a manager shit, but it just, I was just like, they helping out a roadie type shit. Yeah, make sure like, shit went yeah. smooth. If there was any hiccups, I could kind of smooth them out. Cool, cool, thing. cool. You know okay. I mean? So anyway, so I just want to start talking about so, We'll talk about right. that after. Yeah. Uh-huh. Negative approach, cold as life, buried alive. I would love Let's to fucking, I would love to see Earth Mover again. I fucking love Earth Mover. Uh, and let's see. I'm trying to think of a band I haven't seen that I would love to see. Maybe a fucking New York band or something um, that I haven't seen. That I mean, 
Fucking, I'll just say AF, man. That's a front, yeah. Yeah. I love AF, dude, you know. Yeah, you know, matter. I mean, they come like two, three times a year when shit's normal. So well, it's especially always... now, like, if you were going to put a show together now, I mean, they don't really, I don't think you really tour that much anymore, you know, but just to see them again. Dude, were you at the show at the fucking Majestic Cafe when they played? So they played downstairs? Yeah. In, no, In no, the cafe. No, I wasn't there. Just next to the bar. Yeah. Or like in front of the windows there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just on a Woodward Avenue. I thought you were at that show. No, no, no I never seen them down no. there, but I've seen them in fucking Smalls. I've seen them at Smalls, yeah. which is... Or or Madball. You know, I love Madball. All, all the New York bands, yeah. dude. You know what I mean? But like AF kind of started the whole thing. You know, Chromags, I've seen Chromags. You know what I mean? And there's a lot of fucking beef going on between... You know, John and Harley. Yeah. Well, I want to name my five because I haven't even had time to think. I just came up with it just now. Yeah. But, uh, sure. Okay, because uh, three of these bands I've never seen, and I'll fucking tell you who they are. One, got to represent Detroit with without Cold as Life. Right. Jeff singing, whatever. Yeah. Just crazy shit. Because I've never got to see that. You know, like uh, He was already doing uh, Ramallah stuff when... Right. when uh, yeah. When I started coming around, oh, but that's another band or another area. Yeah, blood for blood. blood. I've seen blood. For blood, blood for blood yeah. with fucking Buddha. You know, yeah. I've never seen that just because I mean, think they were already kind of on the outs. Like they had just put out Outlaw Anthems when I started like, getting into it. Right. So that was like 2004 ish, and okay. I don't know when all the shit hit the fan with. It was a, with Buddha. You mean? Yeah, yeah. While after a, that, it was a while after that. Yeah, but they never did like any shows or anything. I don't think they even came around. No, they like, they were they were kind of broke up. Yeah, you know, and Rob was, was fucked up, and like doing the whole Ramallah thing, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, Rob was doing his thing. You know what I mean? He was living. He was his living life. here, right? Was he living here for a while? For a period, yeah, yeah, for yeah. A, for a period of time, yeah. That's crazy. We played. We played with Ramallah while he was living here, and that yeah, Bloody Knuckle Combat. We, yeah, because it was your first show, your opening yeah, show. Yeah, yeah. That shit was fucking wild. I remember that show. It was fucking scary. It was yeah. like, you know, I knew you guys a little bit then, so yeah. uh, I was like, this is fucking insane just to be there. I was, dude, I was just watching some old Ramallah videos. Actually, uh, it was last night or earlier. It was last night, like late last night, like from when Jeff was still in the band playing guitar for me. It was oh, at the, shit. It was at the depot, wherever the fuck that place is at. Um when Jeff was in the band, it was like a black and white video, and it was just fucking hard as fuck, dude. I I remember. <clears throat> all right, so here's a story for you about Ramallah. <clears throat> I I was I can't remember where I was at, but uh, Lisp called me. Mike Mike Lisp, you know yeah, Lisp. Yeah 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 from Alvin's. That's how I know. From yeah, Alvin, yeah yeah. And uh, this is when when Rob was living up here in Detroit. He called me up, and uh, this was in between our first and second records. First, you know, Butt a Whimper and Kill a Celebrity. He's like, hey, man, what are you doing? I was just like, nothing, dude. I, I don't remember. I was somewhere at a bar or doing something or maybe training or whatever. And uh, he's like, fucking, uh, we're over at, I think it was at Joey Drink Ticket's house. Joey, uh, Big Joey, that was in uh, The Blood and the Beer and shit like that. Yeah. Ramallah was practicing in their fucking basement. <laughs> so I mean, he's like come over man I was like cool we go over there and I remember it was like I think it was when the first first or second Saw movie came out because we remember we were watching it on TV or on the you know we were watching it on uh, the television or whatever and uh, it was a DVD or whatever 
and like you remember when those movies came out how like we're like oh this is fucked up you yeah know what I mean? yeah you know what I mean? <laughs> so gory and scary yeah and I, remember, I remember that Gross. and then like we went downstairs and i watched them practice uh kill the celebrity before the shit was recorded like they were practicing these songs fuck you know what i mean that um the horror and the gag uh, and a few other songs off Kill a Celebrity before the shit was ever recorded. Like, the whole band was That's done so there fucking awesome. playing. I was just like, I was like, wow, this is pretty fucking cool, man. You know, and then, like, those songs made it on the record, and I was just like, wow, man, that was pretty cool, dude. I got to see him fucking, you know, work. Because, you know, it was like, take one, take these. Like, they were going through it. They'd stop at some parts and, like, work different shit out. Yeah, do different you know, like versions yeah. or whatever. Yeah. That's fucking awesome. Yeah, Especially, it was wild. Like, well, like, Rob... You know, like whatever, he's just a regular hardcore dude like anybody else. So, but it's hard not to look at those guys almost like it's like you revere them a little bit. But he's just as down to earth as you know. Have you ever talked to Rob? No, no, I'd love Rob to. <laughs> is a very intelligent dude, he's extremely intelligent. He's, he's articulate. I, I wish I was a, as articulate as Rob. You know what I mean? He he he's a good storyteller. He's a real artist too. You know, I, I, definitely, man. He, you know, shout out to Rob Lynn, White Trash Rob. Love you, bro. Um, he's articulate. He's smart. You know, he has an incredible story to tell. The life that he's lived, it's incredible. Have you ever watched his podcast? The Nod, oh yeah, the yeah, Nodcast? yeah, yeah. You have White Trash Rob's Nodcast. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't do it very often anymore, but he was. Right. It's here and there. He pops them up every. every he once actually in a while brought now. brought the Detroit on one of his podcasts, Nodcast. Um, he <laughs> brought nod, up the land of nod. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Team no head in the oven. Yeah. <laughs> um, he brought up the the Detroit scene, and he's Did like, "It's he? a bunch of." And I, I think he was referring to the time that he was living out here, mm-hmm. and he's like, "He goes." He actually kind of stopped himself. He's like, "Bro, the Detroit scene." He goes, "Those are a bunch of crazy motherfuckers <laughs> out there, bro." I like to hear it. <laughs> well, hey, you know. And Boston's fucking hard too. Like, oh, dude, Bo- it's I not mean, harder. Hard as fuck, dog. No, I can remember hearing stories of like saw blades getting thrown at Boston shows and shit like that. Yeah. Like, yeah, doll saw blades like getting thrown at your feet. And shit. It's like, what are... the fuck? What's wrong with you people? Yeah. You know, a lot of those people now, in like the Boston beatdown, like are like totally different people. So right. that was like oh, made yeah. at just a weird time zen. in a lot of people's lives where yeah. they thought yeah, we were all they angry knew. at our dad. Well, it was exactly like like a. What did you say? So we were all angry at our dad at that time. That's exactly <laughs> yeah. what was wrong with us. Yeah, those guys like, I just live hardcore. <laughs> Fuck my dad. I'm going to throw a saw blade. Well, a lot of those guys, it sounds like they were ang- angry at their dad. <laughs> guys like Elgin James, man, like they lived on the fucking streets. Street, yeah, that's oh, true. You know he had I mean? a tough, tough life. I've listened yeah. to a lot of his but, you uh, know, history. You know, he was, you know, yeah. a, yeah. a big part, if not the main part of the start of FSU. And, uh, you know he's gone on to create. You know he's you know stepped away from, you know the hardcore lifestyle a bit. I'm you know but you can't ever step away from it. You're just not involved in it anymore. Yeah, it's not going because to shows. it's like it's once you're involved in it, especially like he was, like it's burned into you forever. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it's Fuck your yeah. personality. It's just it's who you are. Yeah, especially when you but he went on evolve to... as a person, like in hardcore. Right. That's how I in. was. Dude. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean, I grew up in it, dude, and fucking, and I wouldn't have it any other fucking way. Don't get me wrong; it's gotten to me, gotten me into some fucking shit more than I can remember. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I I don't give a fuck. You know what I mean? Like that's just how I am. If you don't fucking like it, 
like we could we could figure it out. We could talk about it, or you know, there's a couple of different ways we could talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, like Elgin, he went on to um, uh, he was doing like some country music, I think, and cool. um, uh, got into mo- uh, like screenwriting. Uh, yeah, I heard he, he worked on. He, I think he worked on. Fuck, dude, I I don't want it. I don't want to quote this wrong and, and give you the wrong movie, but I want to say it was like uh, American Sniper. Well, one of the war move type movies, I think. But he's he's writing his own movies and shit now. You know, exactly. so it's like he got into Hollywood, you know, and sort of you know, he, like you said, he's movies. an artist. You know what I mean? He's writing his own mm-hmm. uh, screenplays and stuff like that. So, hey, man, good on him, bro. Yeah, it was bully for you, bro. We're staying out of fucking trouble. Like I remember seeing those F or uh, yeah, yeah, FSU videos, but the Boston beatdown, where he got like stabbed in the fucking side, or one of his friends got stabbed, and he's just oh, Elgin was sewing it up. Yeah, he's sewing that shit up, man. (laughs) That's that's fucking Uh, insane. I've done that before. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) you've been stabbed. Stabbed and I've sewn people up. Oh shit, dental floss, man, dental floss and a good thick sewing needle. Mm. Yeah, hey, it sucks like a motherfucker. Oh, Pain it, don't it, hurt. Well, yeah, that and a fucking <laughs> bottle of whiskey. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like pioneer medicine right there. Yeah. Son. <laughs> in a roadhouse with Patrick Swayze. Pain don't hurt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love that. That shit. and a bottle of whiskey is all you need, man. Just Fuck. fucking maybe a fucking a <sighs> uh, 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 fucking uh, hockey puck or something to bite down on, mm. and they're sewing you. <laughs> I've been hitting the nose with a hockey puck. That's about it. Oh, man. Yeah, in ninth grade, in gym class, Mr. Greeno's class, man. <laughs> just, I was I'm pretending to be the goalie, and like, like, we just had, we were just like in gym class for an hour, and all these dudes are playing hockey. They're like, to be the fucking goalie. And no face mask, no fucking protection, nothing. Right. And just, boom, f- full slap shot, just right oh, at my fuck, fucking nose, dude. dude. I tried so hard not Playing to cry. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I tried so hard. And it wasn't even like a real puck. It was like a plastic puck. Yeah, those orange ones. Yeah, like, but it was like, wrapped like in like fucking like electrical tape for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> Some ghetto Lincoln Park shit, you know. Well, that, that they just just to make it because uh, we used to do that shit. I yeah. remember just to make it heavier, yeah, as a weight to it. They were really light. yeah, they'd soar into the yeah. They were hollow. They were like a you know a safety puck, oh. and uh, we used to wrap them in tape. You know, something that would be able to slide across the mm-hmm. floor. Still, yeah. I remember one time I was because I, I was playing goalie. This dude fucking a shot came in and this motherfucker swung at me. I jumped in the air like fucking. You ever seen those Boss Rootin' fucking videos where he does the fucking splits where he jumps in? Oh, head? yeah. It was something like that. And the motherfucker still hit me. Like, he was swinging the stick at me, and he caught me right behind the knee. And it was like, you know, I was a kid. You know, it was the first time I ever felt like what it was like to get, like have a knee injury. Yeah, it was stung by a hockey stick. Oh, dude, it was fucking brutal. I was just like, you cock. So he was one of my friends, too. I was like, you fucking prick. Like, what? What are you doing, dude? Was all slashing? Yeah. yeah. No, no. He swung that bitch like a bat. Uh, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> Asshole. Whoever that was. Fuck yeah. you. No. But uh, well, yeah. I still never said my th- oh, my yeah, shows. Or I'm a uh, my bands. We got to Blood for Blood. I said, oh yeah. I, the five bands. Five bands. It was uh, Cold as Life. Obviously, Blood for Blood. Death Threat. Because I never seen that. Oh meet- yeah. Death Threat. I, I never got to see fucking Death Threat ever. Yeah. I think I. I think I, did I see him at this start I think I did. Yeah, I yeah. seen him somewhere. They played that year, yeah. uh, 2017. Yeah. You guys all went. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and, uh, 2016? 16 or 17. When Cold of Life played? Yeah, yeah, with Jesse's? 2016. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
Then uh, Shattered Realm. I've seen them a couple times, but I fucking love that band so much. I've seen them at Alvin's. Yeah, yeah, me too. Twice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 And um, uh, Buried Alive still. You ever seen Bur- uh, no, Buried no, Alive? No, no, no. They awesome, were man. done. Uh, like, Terror was already a thing when I started getting into it. Um, yeah. I think they just had out the demo because. Because remember Don Armstrong, right? Mm-hmm. Well, he worked at Jerry's too, you know, where I worked. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And he would show me all this music, and he had a, uh, it was a life and death uh, fucking uh, hoodie, you know, the um, Terror's All Grace and Terror, and it had the eagle on it. Yeah. And it said life and death on the back. Yeah, the original logo. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, what the fuck is that? And he told me, he's like, uh, whatever band, and he uh, let me check out the demo because he had it. Mm-hmm. I was like, motherfucker. First, I was like, it sounds like hate breed. He's like, no, it doesn't, motherfucker. I was like, I don't know. I was like, well, it sounds heavy like that. Right. You know, I'll still listen to like Dropkick Murphy's and shit. Right. So uh, I was like, I fucking like that shit. And he showed me them and and all those bands from Anna, from you know, um, Champion, the f- f- Comeback Kid, Agnostic Front. Just yeah, Comeback Kid was good. He said all these CDs, and he would just uh, play them because Saturday nights we would have to clean the uh, like the meat counters and the coolers. That we would pull everything out, all the trays of ground beef and yeah. steaks, and have to hose it down, and scrub it, and that, and we just listen to the music. That's how I got into it. Just. Into, at work listening to what he was fucking playing into terror or, yeah terror agnostic front or like hardcore in general yeah hardcore in general yeah because okay. i didn't know any of it he's like this is my radio we're listening to what i want like, okay just <laughs> sure play it it's like fuck man it's fell in love i remember when terror first fucking hit the, like kind of came out hit the scene dude that record with the the black record with the white eagle and the life and death mm-hmm. is they don't even have it on like itunes it's a different logo I met, even those shirts and shit because I had the hoodie, I had the shirt, t shirt, mm-hmm. all that shit. And it's almost fucking impossible to fucking find anymore. Yeah, well, I think I still have one at home. It was much when I was uh, a much more fit jammer, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so it's smaller. So I might be willing to part with it for a nominal fee. Is <laughs> that put it on eBay? Somebody will fucking scoop it up, man. Yeah. The eBay sales for like hardcore shit is fucking really weird. I got a bunch of old clothes life stuff, dude, that fucking I don't even really tell anyone about. I, I sold one piece of of it to a friend of mine, Brian, uh, recently, and he had been begging me for years to buy one of these things because I had two of them. Uh, the coldest life, the blue half zip pullovers, the nylon ones. Oh yeah, the pocket on the front. I had Damn. two. I had two. I had two of them. And but one, <clears throat> there were one. I had the original one. They just had like the dude in the rat rod in the back with the fucking ski mask on. It said Detroit across the top. But the other one, which was the second one I got, it said Detroit Murder City, or maybe vice versa. Anyways, I had both of them, right? And uh, I ended up selling him one. He had been begging me forever. He's like, dude, please let me fucking have one. I was just like, nope, 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 nope. <laughs> and finally, I was just like, "All right, bro, I'll, I'll let you. You can have one, man." <laughs> I sold him one, and he dude, he was he was ecstatic. Dude, it was cool. It was like, I don't have kids, you know, but it's like almost like he was so fucking happy about it. I was, and it made me feel good, <laughs> like to see him how happy he was to mm-hmm. to have it. Like, I, like if I'm gonna sell any of this shit, I want to sell it to somebody that is gonna fucking appreciate it. And he was. Happy as well. We sat and had a fucking cigar. We fucking we had a couple of drinks and talked and shit for about an hour, and uh, it was awesome, man. Shout out Brian Bem. Yeah, I know Brian Bem. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. 
he's always posting like uh, fucking records. He collects mm-hmm. albums, don't he? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he collects a lot of shit, man. He's uh, hardcore know. for life. Yeah, for sure, man. Yeah, he's always like traveling, going to like reunion shows and shit. I've seen him post pictures who in uh, New York sometime yeah. last year. I don't know what show it was like fucking Youth of Today or yeah. something. But, uh, oh, I was gonna say I got my keys too. You can use those if you need them. <laughs> here, man. Uh, my keys got my keys got opener on it over there. Oh, do they? Yeah. Well, here, use these if you. My keys are on the bar over there. Oh, okay. Thanks. You talk to him often though, Brian? Still? Uh, every now and then. Yeah. Mo- mostly just kind of you know comments on on. Uh, on the internet. Yeah, oh, yeah. Know. Well, what's good, though, without that shit, like, there's so many people that you might not yeah, that you might not talk to, especially, like, within the hardcore scene, even though you probably went to, like, high school with him, right? Or like, pretty close, or you guys no. a couple years off? No, 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 no. He's, he's younger than me. Okay. Dude, me and Brian, when, like, when he was hanging around, like, we'd go to party at, parties at, like, J-Dub's house, and this is when I was in, like, you know, my real fucking tough guy fucking... You know, everyone, you know, like, nobody would fucking talk to me unless you, like, were actually friends with me. Like, so I'd go to these fucking parties, and Brian would be there, and, but Brian would, he would talk to me, you know what I mean? Like, but we would talk shit to each other in a friendly manner. Yeah. And it was like, we would always just bust each other, break each other's balls all the fucking time. It was hilarious, dude. Some <laughs> of the shit, some of the shit he would say would fucking crack me up. I still laugh about it to this day. And, uh. We ended up like you know we just became friends, man. Fucking, he was he was a good kid, man. I like that guy. Yeah, you remember last time? Uh, last time you and Rick were over, I had mentioned my first interaction with him. I don't know if you even remember. We were fucked up last time. <laughs> mm. By the end of it, yeah, we were fucking. Yeah, yeah no, because I remember um at an Unbroken Wing show at Floyd's Bar in Lincoln Park. It's okay to tell the story. Um, he. And one of his friends had like some sort of problem with me. I don't even know what the fuck. There's some sort of fight, and I like punched his friend. His friend hit me, and like Brian just had his like boys back. But he was boys with like, all you guys already. Like, so because I went with Don Armstrong, and they were like best friends, you know. Yeah. And like it was some sort of like, miscommunication there, and like Brian just had his boys back, like hit me, and he's like, no, don't hit him. He's like with me. Like Don was like, what the fuck are you doing? He's like, ah. he hit him. <laughs> <laughs> it was a little miscommunication, but after that, it well, was all good. But in a fucking melee. I totally like, understand it, dude. Like, what's the, how are you supposed to know who the yeah, fuck he yeah, to hit, yeah. who not to hit? hit one of your friends. Like, <laughs> right. of course you have his back. Right. Like, which, which just makes sense, you right. know. Right. <laughs> but shout out to Brian. We're all good. Yeah. 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 I mean, we've talked to plenty of shows. That's a good sense. way to figure out. Like situations like that are a good way to figure out like who's friends with who. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like, you know, at that point, but it's like, hey, man. If I hit the wrong guy, sorry, dude. I'm friends. I just got friends with these guys, and the shit went, you know, tits up and went sideways. I don't know who you know. <laughs> so I just started hitting motherfuckers, you know? <laughs> it's just, like we said, you know, like, some sort of, like, like, something to prove type shit. Like, way back in the day, everyone's full of testosterone and angry. Oh, piss and vinegar, dude. Yeah, yeah, piss yeah. Piss and fucking vinegar. It's ready to go, and I totally agree with everything he did. So, right. <laughs> you know, on any other level. Dude, did I fucking tell you? I I can't remember if I told this fucking Chicago story about BKC the last time we were here. Where uh, you and Rick uh, were fighting some people or some shit. We fought the whole fucking bar. yeah. And then and they I, asked, "Oh, you, oh, you're from Detroit, right? Something like yeah, that." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did yeah we, we tell that story. It. Yeah, but it was very vague. Or yeah, kind of broke up or whatever. Yeah, yeah. We kept like sort of veering off in a different directions that <laughs> yeah. entire night. That was such a shit show. I loved yeah, I, it. That's so much as fun. Drunk as, you know, as drunk as we were, I still remember a good, good, good portion of that fucking night. Because me and Rick, dude, we used to get fucking drunk as could be. Oh, man. 
we used to get tore down, son. And I don't know if you want me to go through that again. Yeah. Have you got time for it? Yeah, yeah. I don't know what time. How long have we been here for? Who? Uh, we were at uh, 52 minutes yeah, right now. Yeah, we can we're still good. roll. Yeah, we're fine. <laughs> so we got this gig in Chicago uh, through a, um, a band called What? I think, I yeah, I, I do remember talking about this last time we were here because we shot out Philly D from What? And uh, we went out there a couple different times, man. Uh, I remember the first time we went out there. This is before the 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 crazy. The the, the second time we went out there was the, when all the shit went, when the fight happened. But I just I want to bring this up. <laughs> Philly, his uh, mom and dad they owned a couple businesses and stuff, and Italian family, super nice, hospitable, just as nice as you could possibly imagine. I remember the first time we went out there. We, we got to his parents' house, and, dude, they had a fucking spread laid out for us that you wouldn't even fucking believe, dude. I mean, everything. Great. Dude, I mean, a table longer than that fucking couch of just Shit. fucking food. Food, drinks, whatever we wanted, man, and whatever we wanted. That's nice. It was amazing. I was just, I had never seen anything like it. I was just like, we're just a hardcore man from fucking Detroit, dude. And, like, they got it out like this for us. I was just like, God, man, this is great. You know what I mean? And, uh, you know, that's when you really made a relationship with, with Phil and uh, his band, What. And uh, I met a couple other people out there, too. Uh, Louie. <laughs> Louie Parham, that's my boy, man. I still talk to him all the time. He's a crazy fucking steel worker out there, man. Shout out to Louie. Um so the second time we go out there, uh, jump into Jimmy's van, and uh, me and Rick, we stopped at that liquor store right there at fucking Outer Drive in Southfield, the one that's like the fucking triangle kind of place. Outer Drive in Southfield. And we loaded up, man. We oh, loaded the fuck uh, up. Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, Lincoln Park Palace, maybe? Uh, or, whatever. That's Outer Drive in right, Fort right Street. Right before you get on the fucking freeway, Southfield. The one that's right there, Outer Drive in Southfield. Uh, if you get on the Southfield South. Oh, Southfield Freeway. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I know what you're talking about. Yeah. So me and Rick, you know, we because Rick lived right there. We picked Rick up, and uh, we got a couple bottles of Jameson. Fucking, this is right when Four Locos had come out. You want to be still <laughs> crazy? <laughs> like the original Four Locos. Yeah. You it's know like what I mean? Where crack. people were literally going crazy and like doing dumb shit on them. So me and Rick, I was, <laughs> I remember like we, like me and Rick were standing like in front of the fucking cooler, like looking at each other. Like, you ever had one of these? No, you no. Get some. <laughs> I've heard. Some Grab things. a couple of them. So we got a couple of them a piece. Hit the road. Go to Chicago. Me and Rick, because Jimmy and Jeff didn't drink, right? Shout out to Jimmy and Jeff. Miss you guys. Hope you guys are doing good. Uh, so me and me and fucking Rick, we're in the back, dude, and we're just fucking jamming tunes. Me and Rick are drinking fucking whiskey and four locos and fucking beer, and dude. By the time we get to this fucking place, we're fucking fall out the door drunk. <laughs> I mean, fucked up. <coughs> but we had a bit of energy because the four locos had a fucking shitload of caffeine in them. So we're like. Like an energized drunk, you know what I mean. We go in there, talk to Phil, you know, blah blah blah. It's, you know, get everything, carry all the shit in, all the equipment and this and that, and uh, play the show. We went. There was a, 
there was a liquor store because actually the place that we played at was just it was in Joliet where Scotty used to live, and uh, there was a liquor store right across the street from the bar. So me and Rick, we were out of fucking Jameson, so we're like, well, let's go to the bar or uh, the store over here and get another fucking bottle. Get another bottle that we had on stage, and we're just mm. during the whole set, we're already fucked up. And we're just fucking drinking it in between. We sounded like shit. Jeff was all pissed <laughs> off at us. He, I mean, dude, it was just a fucking shit show. It, I mean, we we got through it, you know. It sounded halfway decent, but it definitely didn't sound as good as we could have sounded. Because <laughs> me and Rick were just fucking three sheets to the wind. Anyways, after the show, after our set, I should say, next band goes on. We get done, you know, we take all the shit off the stage, whatever we got to do. And I'm stand. I wanted to go check out this other band standing in front of the stage, and this dude keeps taking fucking pot shots at me, dude. I'm standing like literally up against the stage. This dude was probably like he was bigger than me, man. He was like six eight, whatever. He was a big fucking lumbering, you know, towering motherfucker. Yeah. He wasn't like, but he was just a big fucking giant. He looked like an oaf. Yeah, you know to be I mean? yeah. bigger than you, then that's right. a, yeah. that's a problem. Right. <laughs> so. This dude just keeps fucking. I mean, the people weren't really, really monster or dancing. He would just, he would just kept pushing me. Like it was only me, right? Uh, I turned around. I said, "Listen, motherfucker," I said, "You touch me one more fucking time, and it's fucking over for you. I'm gonna fuck you up. You understand me?" Oh, whatever, bro. And he goes off and it's that. Dude, it didn't take fucking two minutes, bro. This guy comes back. And it's like, if I'm. I told Rick, I was like, if this motherfucker lays one more finger on me i'm gonna fuck this he's fuck this dude up and rick's like i got your back bro he comes back around fucking boom shit was on dude we, we went after these motherfuckers like no questions asked like wolves yeah. hey, dude hey. I, I fucking told you bro I've been warned yeah so we go after this motherfucker we're working him right here comes security and you know this bar it was a strange setup it was a big bar you know there was one side was like the venue side and it was a fucking shallow stairway that went around. It was like they had another bar. So it was a bar, like a, kind of like a horseshoe bar, but there was a wall in between instead of like it being open or just a mirror or whatever. And, you know, that was the venue side. And it was big. It was a big place. And uh, there was like four or five shallow steps that went up to get over to this other side. And me and Rick are just going crazy, just working motherfuckers, right? Here comes all this fucking security that was nowhere around. During the show, like you would figure that like there would be security around kind of watching the, you know, mosh pit floor or whatever. They, they were nowhere to be found. They were over on the other side talking to fucking girls or whatever the fuck they're doing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Eating drunk. fucking chicken fingers or whatever the fuck they do. You know what I mean? <laughs> Not so bouncing. Here, here comes all these fucking jack offs coming in and like they're going after two fucking guys, me and Rick. And we were like Tasmanian fucking devils in there, dude. It was just tornadoes just fucking everybody up dude and anyone that was that was in eyesight was getting it yeah everyone was getting it so they fucking they fucking corralled us and uh i remember the fucking guy that was that was you know that i had an issue with i ended up getting fucking did one of these guys grabs me behind the from my back grabs my throat and i end up sitting down on this step and but i had the guy i also had the guy in a fucking choke like this so I'm in the choke. He, this guy's in a choke. There's three of us. Boom, boom, boom. Right? He's like, let him go. And the security's telling me, let the fucking guy go. Let him fucking go. I was like, I'll let go if you let go. 
He said, all right, on three. On three. We let go at the same fucking time. One, two, three. As soon as he said three, I fucking just, as soon as he let me go, I was like, Boom, 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 boom. boom. <laughs> you lied. You lied. <laughs> oh, dude, I fucked this dude up. <laughs> it happened. They drugged my ass up out of there. <laughs> you broke and, your promise. Yeah. <laughs> it happened. They were so fucking... And then next thing you know, here comes Rick. He gets drugged out of there. Because there was like 15 fucking bouncers, right? Fuck. I was like, we haven't seen one of you fucking pricks all night long. Where the fuck were you guys at? You sitting over here fucking having a union fucking yeah. meeting? Yeah, well, the dudes are fucking... I'm fucking with you. You're right. You know it all. You weren't, though. That's just how it is, you know. So, yeah. Once we were outside, man, we squared off with them. And I think I told that story before. But, you know, we squared off with them. Out, I remember. I didn't listen bar, to that one. So. Outside the bar. And me and Rick. I remember me and Rick looking at each other. I was just like, you ready, bro? Because, I mean, we were literally squared up with these. We were ready to fight all. Just me and Rick. Jimmy and Jeff were at the fucking merch table. They didn't have a fucking clue what was going on. <laughs> Didn't have a fucking clue. Well, they're more the peacemakers anyway. Well, I mean, maybe they did, and they were just like, ah, it's just Rick and Jam fucking fighting again. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, there comes a point when you're just like, just roll your eyes ahead. <laughs> you know, like, like fucking yeah. Jam and Rick again. Yeah. But come to find out, they didn't know. Like, after everything oh, was settled shit. down, like, we're like, man, where the fuck were you guys? They're like, what are you talking about? We were at the merch table selling fucking merch. <laughs> Shirts all ripped and right, yeah, <laughs> black we, eye, yeah. So remember, we squared up with these fucking guys. And, uh, you know, me and Rick look at each other like, you ready? He's like, I'm ready, man. Let's do it. And somebody said something about Detroit. And one of the bouncers said, wait, wait, wait. You, are you the guys the, from the band from Detroit? We're like, yeah. And it turned out that fucking... Well, this guy had family in Southwest, and Rick knew might have knew some of his family and this and that. Next thing we know, fucking five minutes later, we're exchanging numbers with these fucking guys. Everything was fine, everything was cool. Like, like all the tension was gone. Wow. And they even like, dude, it was the craziest shit ever. They even said like, "You guys ever come back to Chicago, man? Hit us up, man. We got a place for you to stay." Shit. I was just like, I'm standing there like going. Like, what the fuck just happened, dude? I was just like, I'm ready to kill these fucking guys. Next thing I know, I'm exchanging numbers with them. They tell me to stay at their fucking house. I was just like, this shit is going off the fucking rails. <laughs> oh, you're from Detroit? Well, yeah. why didn't you I say so? I family there. <laughs> it's like, bro, we've been staying fucking Detroit on stage all night. You didn't see us? Oh, I forgot. You motherfuckers were over here fucking jacking each other off and didn't even <laughs> see the fucking show. <laughs> Everyone's wearing Detroit shit. Right. You don't fucking notice it. Fuck, man. I don't ask something, which really doesn't matter at this point. I don't even know if you know, because I don't know. What is with Rick to life? Like, why don't people like him? What happened with him? Like, do you know why at all? Well, Rick to life. Because I just want to, I just want to preface this. He's been sending me, like, fucking messages, like, fucking with me, like, talking shit. Like, that's saying, what he does, like, dude. That's what he does A complete now. psychopath. I don't mind talking about this because everybody, like, kind of feels the same way. piece of trash, dude. <laughs> But, like, what happened? Like, is he, like, a racist? Because he's something like, he's, like, well, white power worldwide. He's a fucking skinhead and blah, blah, blah. I don't, yeah. Crazy I don't, shit. It's, like, sending, like, threatening messages. I, obviously, he does that shit yeah. to fucking everybody. He was doing that shit to Jesse yeah. when they, they were in Cold's life oh, and shit. okay. I don't know what the fuck happened to him. Like, like what exactly happened? Yeah, hit too many but times. like Rick back in the day, you know, he was, you know, 25 to life. And what he started doing was he was like repressing other bands, 
merch and selling it at shows. He would have it was like a fucking merch flea market. Yeah, he would have fucking CDs, you know, all those T-shirts and hoodies and all Cassettes. that shit of every all these fucking and bands. Like, well, he and just said he bought it and just say like he's like selling it for a band and the bands wouldn't get any cut of what he was selling. Right, right, okay. right, right. Yeah, right. He wasn't well, that's he shitty. Was, first of all, yeah, he was he was making money off other bands, mm-hmm. right? And whatever, I don't know exactly what happened with with him and Twenty Five to Life. I don't, I don't know what the story was. Yeah, but he kind of disappeared for a while, and uh, when he came back on the scene, dude, like, fucking shaved his head and fucking had a bunch of fucking more tattoos and started talking all this shit. You know, he, like he was just going after all these fucking like cold as life is a Mad perfect ball example. And shit Mad like ball, that, yeah. Like especially when Jesse and them and you know TJ mm-hmm. and. Uh, and uh, Matt and all those guys were and Craig were uh, doing that cold as life. That version, he yeah. was just it was it was fucking nonstop. Constantly. Like the messages and the you know all the comments. You know what I mean? It was, I don't know if he was just trying to fucking reach out just to try and stay relevant, just to keep his name in, in the scene, just to just to be fucking. You see his name. He existed right. somewhere. Somebody right. was still see his out name. there. But it's like, dude, you're like, I don't, I don't know. And then the white power shit came out, and I, I don't know what the fuck was up with that. Because I mean, he shaved his head. He started talking a bunch of that shit. Yeah. And I don't know. I don't know like how true that is, if or who he's running with. Some. But he's dude. He's, know, he's a shit. fucking. He's a joke. Let me, let me look right in the camera and say this, Rick. Like Rick, to life, you're a fucking joke. Fuck you. If you got a problem with it, come see me. We can fucking figure it out down on Woodward. You racist shit, motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) No. Yeah, because he's, like, sending me messages, and I don't know who I... Oh, yeah, because he said something about, like, like Joe Hardcore. He said, fuck Joe Hardcore, this, that, and the other. And I was like, what's his deal? Because I asked Joe. Like, what he goes, I fucking love it. See, I told you, he's crazy. But there's no explanation, because he's, like, old school, and he was kind of already all fucking wacky, you know, and, and, uh... Then he's saying like the racist shit to me, like a white power, and he, then he mentioned whatever. He like, said that to you? Yeah, yeah, skinhead shit. He's a part of, and he's like, "Are you even white?" I was like, "I was like, let's do an interview." He's like, "Fuck you, never." He's like, "Are you even white, dude? All my friends are white." I was like, "What are you talking about? What the Crazy fuck? shit! <laughs> Crazy shit!" And then calling the uh, the um, terror zone nerd cast. I was like, "What are you calling it?" Dude, that was Absolutely. that was his whole thing, dude. It's like I don't know if he lost his fucking mind. Like For if, sure. he, if like if you like something happened and maybe he fucking fell and bumped his head, yeah, or something, man, he felt you know, or whatever, dude. But yeah, he he's definitely off the fucking rails, dude. Yeah. Off, the, but I think he's he just goes after whoever, like whatever, you know, is you know, m- people are listening to at the time or paying attention to at the time. He goes after that and just tries to talk a bunch of shit. But it's like you like. By trying to stay relevant, you've made yourself irrelevant because nobody fucking listens to what the fuck you say. Just saying. roll your More eyes. More or less, dude, like, people are making pages, like Facebook and Instagram pages, making fun of this motherfucker. You've ripped a life on a horse. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> 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 What the fuck is that? I forgot about that until, like, 
he started bothering me. I was like, what the fuck? And I was like searching up Did stuff. Did you start the fucking page? No, 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 oh. no, no, no. Hell no. Uh, no, but it's old news. Like the whole Rick to life on a horse. It's, right. it's just a picture of him on a fucking horse. It's like, uh, where were you the day Rick to life rode a horse? Like, <laughs> I don't get it at all. I was like, I'm totally over my head, but it's still fucking funny. I think oh, I yeah. get what he's trying to do. I think he's trying to troll, but he's not relevant enough to do it. Not, not right. even relevant. I don't know the guy, so I can't really say... But like from what I'm gathering from this, it sounds like he's trying to be a troll, right? And he's just uh, he's the, crazy. The way, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. The way that he's going about it, it's like it's not. you're trying to troll to make yourself relevant, but by doing it the way you're doing it, you're making yourself irrelevant. Yeah, yeah because everyone knows you're a fucking joke. hundred percent. Yeah, everyone's just rolling their eyes like, oh, this guy's no, the, still around. This guy, like, oh, sweet, you again. Yeah. What the? <laughs> that was. <laughs> That was something that fucking, I remember one night at a party at J-Dubs. I still say it to this day. Brian Bevan said that shit to me when we used to break each other's balls. Like, I come walking into the kitchen and he showed up. Because that was when he had his fucking long, like, beaver-type swept over hair. I was like, oh, cool. The fucking news. He looks at me and goes, oh, sweet. You again. <laughs> and I left my ass out. You again. I still say that to this day. But, uh, you again. No. <laughs> I remember... Uh, he had an awesome hoodie. Do you remember that band, uh, Internal Affairs? They were like LA hardcore. They're real yeah. fast. I don't know if you're like into yeah. them, but he had a hoodie. It just said fuck on it. It was a zip up. It said F U C K in giant letters. And well, he always wore it. But that's what I was like. That's the best hoodie. It said like Internal Affairs on the back or something. But yeah. Just a, or even like First Blood hoodies. Like they just said, yeah. it was like fuck all over them. Like uh, first fucking blood or next time I see you, you're fucking dead. Yeah. Remember that shit? Yeah. And like blood splatters all over it. Like yeah. <laughs> the craziest fucking hoodies, man. Like the best merch. Hell yeah, dude. I remember we played, what the fuck was the name of that band that was from Germany? I think they were from Germany. Um, It was like, like just some kind of, just on the front of the shirt, was like, it's like some distorted picture of the singer. You know, like with the mic and on the back it just said fucked up music for a fucked up world uh what the fuck was the name it was just one word i can't remember what it was dude a german band i think i think they were from germany lenny knew who they were and like he i think he hooked that show up and uh it was good man they were good they were really good but there was just like this really just bold black shirt big ass white letters <laughs> fucked up music for a fucked up world <laughs> hell yeah i don't know man what else? Got anything to say? I, mean, I got a lot of shit to say, yeah. man. I mean, we can get into fucking politics. I was just say, I can tell you guys about that merch whole thing, like putting fuck on a shirt. At a at the level I had to do a shirt, I tried to do that. I tried to put. There's a wrestling organization. One of their sayings is "fuck you, buddy," and I was like, "fuck yeah, let's put it on a shirt." The company that was like printing the shirt, they were like, "We love every one of the shirts you designed, but we cannot use this shirt that says fuck." Oh. And I go. Another one of the shirts says shit. And right. they were like, yeah, we can use shit. Shit's totally cool at a corporate level. Right. Fuck is not cool. Well, it was just the words that were like... It was uh, just the word you fuck. Could, well, that you could say on TV. Because they remember they, like the seven, was seven words that you couldn't say. Yeah. This it, is different. This was at a, uh, Yeah, this was at an internet pay-per-view level. So, like, uh, I could have got away oh, with it. Oh, fuck, yeah. dude. You could say whatever you... Yeah, I could have got away with it, want. but they were corporate, and they were like, we can't legally because we have... And I was like, come on. Like, come on. four letters? Exactly. Give a fucking break. Isn't that Dude. silly? And it yeah, was it's just still like so silly. Yeah. Yellow and black t-shirt that just said fuck. 
Because I've been like explaining to my kids, like I don't know why I can't let you say fuck, but you're just not supposed to. <laughs> you right. Know? You know, it's just just inappropriate for whatever the fuck reason. I don't know why. Right. And <laughs> usually I've right. said it in the middle like, of saying, you can't say fuck fucking shit. Yeah. Right. Like, stop <laughs> fucking swearing. Sorry, fuck. It's stupid. Or I remember when I was a kid, dude. Or, like, you know, whatever. When I got to be like, you know, 10 or 11 years old or whatever, I'm like, I hear my parents say it all the time. You know, I'm thinking this in my head. Like, they say it all the time. Why can't I say it? It's only four letters. Like, like is it that? It's, it's not like I'm fucking killing somebody when I say it or fucking you know, harming anyone. So I started cussing every chance I could. Fuck, fuck, fuck this, fuck that, fuck you. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. And I, I used to get fucking whipped, dude. I'm like, I told you not to stop uh, <laughs> Bars is so dude, My mom couldn't stop me. She was a single mom. There was no way she was stopping me from swearing. Yeah, yeah no, I just knew better. My dad crazy like i'll just i'm gonna keep my mouth shut i don't even make eye contact <laughs> you know just i make sure i get through the day without pissing him off you know that's i do that's always been my fucking problem is i always i have a severe severe problem with authority and people telling me what to fucking do especially <clears throat> like with shit that i already know what i'm doing like i'm a professional at it like, don't tell me how to do my fucking job, Yeah, some bro. safety guy coming to yeah, dude, tell you like, Don't something. fucking, don't fuck with me, bro. Like, I mean, I'll be doing this shit longer than you. <laughs> like, you you don't have the authority to tell me what to do. Because, I like, I, mean, I already know what I'm doing, right? So. Yeah, even as far as, like, like, like uh, police officers, like, it sucks listening to them. Even, even, it's like doing, like, five over. I'm like, I have to. Like, I can't just obey the law. They speed a little bit. Drive. Yeah, dude, they drive over the I fuck. have to How many times speed. have you been behind a cop, dude? Where you oh, just yeah, they're fucking... just pass you up. I'm like, what yeah. the fuck, dude? Yeah, just like... fucking 60 miles an hour. See ya. Okay. All right, okay. motherfucker. I was 45. Yes, yeah, so I'm like, oh, yeah. right. <laughs> I'll hit it too. Just like, let's see if I can press. Like, so you were doing it? Yeah. How fast right. so you deal, going? Buddy? Right. Fucking police. Right. As, long, as long as you're behind them, dude. Yeah, yeah. I've always said, I've always said this is a, a weird thing, man. It's like red, white, and blue has already always stood for freedom, unless there's whites flashing behind you. <laughs> <laughs> True. Yeah, Shit's well, about to go down just, when they're flashing behind you. Because it sounds like. I heard this saying on a shit I used to watch was like on a cop block or some shit. It was like uh, oh, people yeah. who would fuck with the police put up signs like uh They got canceled, didn't they? Yeah, police radar ahead and shit like that. Yeah. Like they've been standing in front of the cop. There's a cop over here with a sign. But uh, <laughs> um uh like they always said uh, no victim, no crime, no victim, no crime. Like and in a sense, like that makes sense like to me, like I think that makes the most sense. I mean, if you're like well, speeding what about, excessively. What about victimless crimes? You know what I mean? Like what about him? I mean, you know what I mean? well, like an example of like, uh, what, like what? Insider trading, things yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or, or like taking, you know, say, I mean, something as simple as like you said, like speeding tickets. You like, know? what the There's, fuck? Nobody's here. Like, right. I didn't hit anybody. I didn't run into anybody. Right. I didn't plan on running into anybody. Or even drug charges, man. Yeah. Victim was getting caught with a fucking bag of weed. Oh, that is stupid. Fuck somebody's life up. Like, stop right. getting jobs and shit. Right. Or even, I'll go as far as fuck, cocaine. Like, right. or heroin. Like, he, he's minding his business. Yeah. Like, shit happens, like, if you're not responsible with it, but that's say, when there's a victim. Like, if you're irresponsible, then there's a victim involved. Like, uh, there it is. if a kid finds it, okay, now you're in trouble. Well, the, I think what they well, did they're finding you your business. Right yeah, right there. Once they, that's how it should be. Once they broke it up into, like, how much you get caught with, like, it turns into just possession to possession with intent to distribute 
or manufacture. Mm -hmm. Now it's like they're almost creating this, you know, ghost victim because you know you you have this much, so you, they can't be just for personal use. So you intend to distribute exactly. it. Exactly. You know what I mean? That that was my brother's charge. Legit, my brother's charge was intent to distribute. Oh, uh, yeah, because what, 29 of grams? Dude, he, he was <laughs> yeah. fucking 18 years old, man. Uh, well, he was dealing with some shit, so, but he was so, 18 years old, and, yeah, like, so. the amount went, that he had, I they got him for intent business. for distribute. Mind your yeah, business. It was like, up. I think decriminalization is better than legalization. It's, mind your fucking business. What, I gotta pay you now because I made a sale on this? Fuck, right. man. Right, right. You know, with, like, the weed thing, like, I'd I like think, to see, like, like, fuck you, don't take my taxes, mind your business. They decriminalize all that shit out in fucking uh, Oregon. Oh, yeah, all of them. Let's see how that goes. That's Every, what I was going to say. It's going to be very interesting. To see what how that goes. Yeah. I mean, but people aren't going to jail or having to pay Dude, the state for stupid... shithole as it is. No, Portland's a joke, yeah. yeah. It's a super, super crazy place. <laughs> well, at least it, it seems what uh, it is. the media it, it, makes it. It's always it. been Insanity. full of like these fucking what, you know... Is what has become the far left? Yeah, extreme left. You know, where you know, part. back in the nineties, like Seattle, Portland, where all these fucking anarchists yeah. were coming from. You know what I mean? And I, I've said this before. You know, I think a lot of these motherfuckers that have become Antifa were the children of those people from back in the nineties. Yeah. And shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I would agree because I think like the because I don't consider myself an anarchist, but I I don't agree with any political party whatsoever. Right. But like. I would say that that level of anarchist, like, they didn't get what it was actually about, and that's right. why it became Antifa. Right. Like, they were like, well, we've got to organize. And it's like, mm, no, just mind your own fucking business. Do your thing. Do your thing. Have your little village. But yeah, we're not meant to commune. be these big fucking groups. Yeah. You know, we're meant to be these small cliques. Yeah, well, the, the government's was, not going away they, either. So. No, the government's no, staying no, here. No. They're we're here for the government. No, hell no. <laughs> the thing was, it's like, you didn't really make your fucking point, because... What, whatever your point was, mm -hmm. you know, as Antifa, you know, it's you it was, you you didn't have a, a fucking edge because anyone that didn't agree with you was a fascist, mm -hmm. which is completely fucking false. One hundred percent. You know what I mean? One hundred percent. Just because they don't agree with you and your fucked up way of fucking thinking, that that doesn't make me a Nazi. Right. So you're trying to say that America is full of fucking 70 million, 75 million Nazis? <laughs> Not even close. I think what people nowadays don't remember is there's that middle ground that we're supposed to meet on. Like, you can have your far extreme beliefs and you can have your far extreme this way. But we need to come in the middle and be like, hey, look, this is what I believe. This is what you believe. Let's find that common ground. And unfortunately, we don't do that anymore. I right. mean, nobody uses common sense. It's my yeah. way or the highway because all and of these the people agree with me. Fucking social media, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, algorithms. Oh, dude, that's so, so, algorithms dude, that fuck that. It's so influential. It's scary. Big, dude, big tech and social media scary. is, dude, like the four scary. horsemen of the fucking apocalypse. <laughs> it's so but scary. But if you invest in stocks, trust me. Invest in all of that. <laughs> invest in the four horsemen. Trust me. Right. Yeah. Right now, right, you'll right, be right. doing okay. Whatever. Right. But, well, well, I mean, I know, like... Well, I guess I know some of the history of like the Antifa shit. It started like back and like when, when like uh, Mussolini was the f dictator of fucking Italy. Like it was legit mm. yeah. anti-fascist uh, organization for a perfectly good necessary. reason. <laughs> yeah. When it was necessary, you're just tearing up shit, screaming about things that kind of isn't really fascist. Yeah, yeah. whether you agree There's with nothing whoever's going on in here office, that's fascist. Or, yeah, nothing. I don't think except for them. Except for them. I was like, going to say what they're doing like they're literally he's being extreme as fuck no what, what they're yeah. doing is like trying to take away people's free speech gun control they don't anyone have guns 
what they what you know what they're labeling anyone who doesn't agree with them as is what they are embodying. Yeah. Like you are the fascist. You are the fascist. Like you're taking if like you're... running over fucking uh um uh, when Ben Shapiro and that dude yeah. uh uh the the gay dude uh, y- uh, uh Yano uh, yeah yeah uh, uh Yanis you know, not no, Yanis Papas no, uh, Milo, no, Milo, Milo 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 Milo, Milo. a gay Jew who's who is, married to a black man <laughs> exactly they were taking Very running over there but, yeah. they're f- running over there fucking at like Berkeley and shit like that yeah. oh, like yeah, taking so. over there when they would go to speak it's like wait a minute like that like you're being the fascist. You're throwing M80s. You have to, like, you have yeah. to hear like the that. counterpoint to your point. Yeah, you got to be able to talk about to it. That's it. Right, you have to have to like talk about it. Otherwise, yeah. you're just living in talk. like I was saying earlier. You're living in an echo chamber. Yeah, you're living in an echo chamber. Hundred percent. You're just screaming into the void. Yeah, you know what I mean. And everybody's agreeing with you because we've set up all of these algorithms because we want our world to be peaceful. And I understand that we want our world peaceful, but we need that conflict. We need that. You know what, man? You said something that I don't fucking agree with. All right, dude, let's talk about it. Sure. You know, that's exactly but how that, I see. See, that's the thing is, you can't. Nowadays, talk. you can't get that. You, uh, I've tried and tried and tried and tried to talk to the like, specifically go and try and have discussions with these people. Yeah. And as soon as they fucking get a whiff that that you're not that you aren't on the same page as them, hundred percent. It turns into name calling. Hundred percent. Well, even if it's on social media. Yeah. Oh, the, it, it, it'll like, go to being reported. Calling, reported. You're a racist. You're a fucking. You're a Trump supporter. You're a forty fiver. You're a fucking racist. I'm like, wait a minute. Like, wh- where did this go off the rails? Like, we were talking about something completely yeah. fucking different about foreign affairs, and now I'm a racist because you you think that all of a sudden you got a whiff that I'm a fucking Trump supporter. Right. And see, I get it. I get it kind of from both angles because I'll just make fun of every party. I I think both of them are a fucking joke. Uh, I, I'm a third party voter. I, right. since I've gotten the right to vote, I believe in third party voting. Yeah. Um, but I, I just, I'll go at everybody. Cause I'm just like, look, it's all a joke. We're never going to change it, but let's have fun with it while we can. Cause obviously that's what we should be doing with it. Like well, there's problems. Know, so let's I, just fucking play around with it and see what this adventure comes to. Sure. This probably all made no sense while Rob was taking a piss, but well, fuck no, it. I know, I did. I'll edit I mean, it out. Did. But I mean, like the, the whole third party thing, dude. Like, like you saying, like let's have fun with it. Like it, like a couple, you know, a couple elections ago, like when Obama was first coming in. Yeah, yeah. It, it may have been fun then, but the shit is going gone. Shit's so gone too far, crazy. Shit's gone too crazy now to where we could do it. Like, I think the last election that we really could truly vote third, well, vote third party as a joke was when Gary Johnson was running <laughs> yeah. because Gary Johnson will always be my fucking libertarian candidate for the simple fact that he was on a talk show and the lady goes, if you smoke a joint within five minutes later, you could have a heart attack and he's running for president and kind of sits for a second and looks down at his watch and goes, Gah! and just grabs his chest. <laughs> and I'm like, holy shit, that's even better than when Bill Clinton's like, I didn't inhale. Right. Like, this Gary Johnson was like, fuck, I was, right I before I was on shit. TV, motherfuckers. I came out here, oh shit, dude! So the way I look at it right now, like, what, like, kind of like stepping back and looking at the whole spectrum of things, it's almost as if like before Trump got into office in 2016. Mm-hmm. So you had you had your your right and your left, okay? And the his entire term from day one, they were going after him with any fucking thing that it was. Literally a constant fight the entire four years. 
The entire yeah. four years. Yeah, it was. He got acquitted for, uh, for impeachment twice, <laughs> beat the impeachment twice. That's crazy stuff, Even man. after he was out of office. Yeah. yeah. So I think the way that like the spectrum has moved is like, okay, so you had your right and your left, but you also had your far right and far left, yes. right? So it's almost like the whole thing is just moved left to where the what, what, what used to be the right is almost becoming the left. Even, I'd I, almost agree with I you. I work for yeah, a I'd fucking agree. union. Yeah, you know uh, I mean? do too. And I can't tell you how many union guys are were pro-Trump. Because mm-hmm. you know, union guys always vote Democrat because the fucking union tells them to, which is bullshit. Yeah, VCAP. If, 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 like, VCAP. If, if, yep. that's, if that's the way you vote, you're just fucking stupid. Yeah. You're, no. not, you're not educating yourself about what, like, what you actually believe. How you feel as a person. Yep. Right. But... Dude, like the like, it's like the pendulum is swinging. You know what I mean? Oh, I'd, the I'd whole almost agree. Thing is like the far left has gone way off the fucking scale. Yeah, and then the right is almost becoming the left. You know what I mean? Yeah, because I believe that, I I think what happened like for me personally because politically I consider myself conservative, socially right. obviously liberal, but I also find that what I found during the Trump thing was. If you looked at it from a business perspective, which is kind of where I come from, Trump was great for business. Um, Dude, we had the best economy we ever fucking had. It was the social issues, but it was all brought on by this narrative that was being controlled by the media. Yeah, exactly. And I don't, and I mean, if you were to go look European media, obviously he was bashed in European media, but that was almost just because that's the mainstream thing. I have my problems with Trump. I have I have way more problems with Biden than I right. do Trump. Right. Um, and it's for me, it was more: do we want to go back to what we had post or pre-Trump, or which was do, garbage? Yeah, it was all garbage. It's it's been garbage since you were paying attention because I wasn't paying attention. It's like everybody. Yeah, yeah. it was weird because I didn't pay attention up until. I want to let him finish his point. Real quick. Yeah, I lost it already. It's oh, good. Yeah, I lost it. No, it's okay. No, no, it's okay. What I was gonna say is, is, I didn't pay attention or give a fuck. I still try not to, but it seemed like when Trump got in office, it's like you were forced to because they just fucking threw it in your face and like down your throat constantly. Right. They're like, pick a right. side, bitch. Pick a fucking side, right. or or just right, you know, whatever. And it, it was just like strange because I was like, ah, everybody's at each other's throats for the yeah. past like four years, and I'm just like. Whatever is best for the country, I have no fucking idea. I just wish it would not be right. so hostile. Well, I mean, you know, because you know, it's fucking insane the way like people like like splits up families and yeah, shit. Yeah, I just wanted peace. Sure. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. It's that's crazy. all I wanted in my. All I wanted was just after watching everybody for four years just be at each other's oh, throat. I was like, look, gosh, I just was, want a moment of peace. I don't care insane. who's going to be in this office for that. I just want us to be at peace. And we're still not there. No. We probably I mean, won't be there within the next four years. Either, no, we're, we're too far gone. about China deals and this and that. and blah, I, don't, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, am I cool in my house with my family? Am I surviving? Right. That's what you should right. matter that's about. Right. What, but that's you know what matters to me. A lot of, you know, a lot of these other administrations, you know, pre-Trump, like, it didn't, you know, for the most part, it didn't affect the normal everyday man or family. You no. know what I mean? Yeah. But now it, some of these things are starting to affect. Well, it's like school and with shit, With this though. fucking yeah. COVID shit. Ugh. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's affecting everyone. Yeah. Like. 100%. I mean, down to a core level where people are losing their fucking jobs or houses or businesses. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it just won't let up either. Yeah. And they won't let, and it was a fucking, you know, anyone with common sense, common fucking sense is able to step back, 
you know, for a minute and look at this whole thing from outside the box and look at it and say, like, this has got, this is, is a pre-planned fucking bullshit scheme to fucking throw a wrench in the Trump campaign in order for him to get reelected. Not including the fucking voter fraud. Yeah. You know, which there was more than enough proof from, but for some reason, nobody wanted to fucking admit it. I think that boils down to, like, there's always been fraud, and it's just like, now it's like, oh, we're going to bring it to the light, though? Oh, no, 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 we can't bring that to the light, because, right. you know, for all these years, there's always been fraud. Well, there the there always will be sure. fraud. Same sure. game back and yeah. forth, though. Sure. Mm-hmm. They did it to I'm him, now the they're doing it to No, 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 no. Biden this is just the first year and, that it was kind of like... So exhausting. It was kind of so brought to attention. It really is. Yeah, I would but say this was just that year that it was bringing it. As exhausting as it is, it's like it's it's a fucking reality that we have to face. Yeah, well, that's everybody was forced to pay attention. Yeah, like mm-hmm. you know, so like yeah. you should know what the fuck's happening. So here's an example. I uh, I went and got this is a couple like a, I think two months before the actual election. I went and got an absentee ballot because I thought there there may be a chance that I wasn't going to be in town during the election. <laughs> so I went and got the absentee ballot, uh, ballot from the clerk, got it. I never filled it out. I had it at home. I, I was home during the actual election day. Yeah. I took that ballot with me to my polling location and explained to them, listen, I have an absentee ballot. I thought I was I, there was a chance I may not be at home because of work. I didn't fill it out. Here's the blank ballot. Yeah. You know, I want this ballot canceled. Can it be shredded? Right. Yeah. No, it didn't get shredded. I don't know what they did with it, but there was a fucking box under a table <laughs> that they put in the, I'm not bull, I'm not fucking bullshit. Yeah, dude. I don't know what they do with them, so. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, there like I said. all these fucking ab- absentee ballots. Well, still I mean, a live I ballot. I, I don't yeah. know if, is, if it was because they wow. didn't. It's not like they took it from me and like exit out or stamp void on it. Right, which is what you would think they would do as you, soon as you get it. Because it has a serial number attached to it yeah you know what i mean so they put it in this fucking box and i don't know what there was i mean it was like you know like one of those plastic the totes totes. yeah Yeah, the totes there was a a shit i mean the thing was damn near full i don't know if those ballots were filled out or or blank i don't know i couldn't see but i casted my vote personally right Mm -hmm. went and casted it had to run it through the machine a couple times because it wasn't fucking picking it up. But it said, I stood there and waited just to see if it was going to switch because that's a another big thing too, the electronic vo- uh, voter fraud. Where, oh, where the machines were f- malfunct- yeah. malfunctioning? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, it read, you know, my vote. I voted for Trump. I'm a Trump supporter. If you don't like it, uh, we can talk about it. <laughs> it's your personal opinion, yeah. brother. Nobody should have a problem yeah. with it. Yeah. Um, and I left, man. You know, I didn't. I tried to ask some questions, but it was busy. You know, it was fucking crazy busy. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, this is the first year I actually had to wait to vote. Like I, I normally like when I go and vote, like I walk right in, I'm done. Dead, yeah, yeah. This was the first year. Yeah, like I had to stand outside. Long line. Then it's it's six feet apart and shit. So we're fucking. Outside. Oh, they weren't doing that in Wyandotte. Yeah. Around the block. Yeah. yeah. No way in yeah. fuck they were doing yeah, that. Going at my back to the whole place. fucking COVID thing. Like I do. I can't agree. I think that that was so played up, so fucking just a, a total manipulation of the entire globe. Right. Um, and I know a lot of people were afraid. A lot of people were sick. A lot of people were dying, but they were fucking dying anyway. Right. I think it, what really it's came down with fun. COVID yeah. was it was unknown. And then they should have, once we found out that the unknown 
was no longer unknown. They knew that in fucking I'm, I feel June. like Rumsfeld right now saying unknown unknowns, but <laughs> fucking, um, yeah, once we found out what these things were with this COVID virus, I think we should have been like, okay, look, we understand that these things help, but having these fucking businesses shut down is not fucking helping. Not having these fucking restaurants no. closed is not fucking helping. There's only a 3% transmission in restaurants. And these motherfuckers are on top of each other in restaurants. It's right. fucking bullshit. I mean, I have friends that own bars here downriver, yeah. and they just now 25% capacity. That's fine. I'm cool with that. I'm cool with the capacity things. I'm fine. But the fact that we were all having to drive to a to fucking 45 minutes down to Ohio state to, have to go have dinner. dinner. Yeah. Right. It's you know, insane. that's fucking crazy. It's Ohio insane. was getting, and their, you know, transmission was what it was, but it still wasn't as bad as the numbers were at the beginning when they were projecting numbers. Yeah. Crazy so control. we should have opened that's, businesses yeah. a long time ago. It's for sure control. Have you, guys, have you seen the numbers since inauguration day? Dude, I've How given up. Fucking of course dipped? they did. Of course. You know, I, I mean, like, I've been saying that the whole thing's so obvious. Day one. Like, with that. Like, wait until like, after fucking just, inauguration day. You get and, Biden president so this can end. Wrap and, it the and, fuck up. And actually, Trump would have fucking actually won the election, which he did. He right. won the fucking election. We all know that. Yeah. I mean, anyone with common sense knows that he won the fucking election. Right. But instead of them, you know, all of a sudden spiking straight, I mean, damn near straight down. They'd be going the other fucking way, and it'd be especially four years of fucking lockdowns. Well, if you even think about it, like bullshit. they would have been like, "Well, we didn't. Need, somehow, this administration didn't order enough vaccines." Which is what I seen the other day online was Biden's big push. They was, still haven't an, uh, ordered enough vaccines. I don't. I, that that was my favorite thing. Was uh, there's a meme going around right now that was like, "Hey, Joe, you remember all those campaign promises you came up with?" Yeah. And it's like, "Well, damn, man." Yeah. <laughs> he just right. approved a bunch of arms deals, but still won't give our fucking forgive student debt. It's got to still go by a lot. False. Yeah. False. Yeah. Is it? I, don't, I just seen some shit no, posted, so I don't know. He, he said that he's not going to forgive any, any uh, student. Oh, debt. no shit? Yeah. No, that's a, that, that was them getting yeah, on no, Bernie's so ass. Loop, that like, was them getting on Bernie's nuts. Like, like fuck, we, should, Bernie, we fucked up. You know, Ugh. He, didn't even, he didn't even have a plan as to what. You know, they actually asked him. <clears throat> excuse me. What, like, what is your plan? Do you, like, you want to have all this fucking, like, redistribution of wealth and forgiveness of debts what is your plan to do that who's gonna pay for it he had no fucking plan yeah there's no, no zero it, bernie's ideals look great on paper and i and i was a bernie supporter i will fully fully admit that but it was because the ideals looked good on paper and in, in actual planning and actual like looking at it logically there was no fucking way it was going to happen it's just like andrew yang when he's all talking about uh universal um universal income like i don't know how much you're versed on that but like it's a good idea on paper um it doesn't make sense though in a capitalist society we right. live in capitalism somebody has to pay for it i'm so <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> yeah exactly and, and it, this has got to be paid for i don't know none of that shit like you budgeting is talking about <laughs> yeah oh i could sit here I, this is yeah. my thing i could sit here for hours and just, I just want to go to shows it. So I want to go to hardcore shows. Yeah, I yeah, want to go man. back to hardcore shows. Yeah, dude. <laughs> because, like, I really like the Sanctuary. That place was having so many fuckers to show. Have yeah. you been to the new one, the new Sanctuary? Yeah, it's the old Paychecks. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I never been to one of those Paychecks. It was more of like a punk place then, right? Paychecks yeah. was pretty cool, though. Yeah, yeah, it was just like a like a, like a a rock and roll bar in Hamtramck. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's fucking... That's the one right off of uh, off of Kniff, right? Yep. Yeah. Right yeah, that Kniff. one's really cool. Right yeah. by the new Dodge and shit? Or somewhere uh, nearby no, the, the new the, Dodge? No, uh, the new Dodge is over on... Uh, Joseph Campo. 
Was that a combo? Yeah, the next Main Street. Yeah, Yeah, okay. I just remember getting off at Kniff Avenue and then we jumping over there to go to the new Dodge and then either going to the Sanctuary for wrestling shows. I mean, because they do everything at the fucking Sanctuary, man. What happened to Punk Rock? What happened to Punk Rock? Fucking shows. (laughs) All afraid. And I get it because he's got a place to run. There's fines and shit involved. Sure. But you know what? I just wish. I was thinking about this. Someone would say fuck it and do something, man. Yeah, I was. Dude, they're about- doing they're doing inside shows now. Like like I said last night, there was some um, wrestling shows that like local wrestling shows. Yeah, and they were inside. There was one at um, Victory Gym. There was one at oh uh, Victory Gym. Fuck yeah, no shit. Yeah, there was one uh, over on King Road. Yeah, yeah, no they just shit. did they did a, a show Friday night. More like WWE shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you know my shit, Rob. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but last night was fucking deathmatch wrestling. So if it's you know what deathmatch wrestling is, shit. yeah, do you like it was a fans bring the like weapons match? Like people were bringing in <laughs> gasset plates and shit like that. What the fuck? Oh, dude, I'll pull up some pictures. My <laughs> friend, fun. Uh, one of my yeah. friends, Nikki, she fucking took a gasset plate right between her titties, and I'm like, go, go, Nikki, what go, Nikki. Gasset plate. You never mean... seen a gasset plate, dude? No. So it's the literal like fucking. The plate that you put between a cross member and like when you're building a house, it's that plate that you put right there in the joints, uh, where the the wood meets the like. Also, oh, it's like that's like two inches. Like a joint, so like a joint it's a giant thing? square. It's a giant with square. With a bunch of holes in it. Yeah, shit. a bunch of holes, and it looks like a cheese grater, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you fucking yeah, pop it in the fucking. The, I, I always call that thing like a joist. Binder. Yeah, it's called a it's a gasset plate. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. She took one between the the titties. Uh, like my buddy took one. Like a fucking no, my buddy Chuck fucking. Pounded it in her fucking chest. Oh. <laughs> they, I mean, it's gimmick. There's a way to do all yeah. of that. Sure, sure, sure. But, sure. like, I mean, still, there's there's no way to fucking pretend you're not taking a gasset plate to the chest or a stapler to the head and shit like that. Yeah, the blood. And yeah. The, you know, the yeah. wound and all that shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. They're, oh, fuck yeah. It's, it's fucking, real blood. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's their blood. I would watch this. I find it crazy. I love seeing, like, the I'm going to take you to some, uh, doing, like, yeah. we got to go check out Horror off, Slam. Off Horror Slam's downriver. Uh, that's downriver's, like, deathmatch scene. Dude, I'll take you to some Horror Slam shows. You got to check out this dude named Schlack. He was in a band oh called uh, Eat the Turnbuckle. They were a deathmatch hardcore band. So, like, on stage, it was like Bumpin' Uglies, yeah. but it was uh, hardcore. So, like, they would be like... Yeah, I knew Bubba from Bumpin' Uglies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I know uh, Man- uh, Mysterious Modabo. So, okay. uh, yeah. Amato from the stick. Amato. Yeah, I always yeah, fuck yeah, up his yeah, name. Yeah. I always fuck up his name, dude. Yeah. I fucked up his name on the shirt that I drew for him. Uh- <laughs> he was like, hey, man, it's supposed to be an... A and I go fuck Botchamania. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, you know what? I was shows, thinking, yeah. Um, yeah, shows. I want shows. Earlier back. in the summer, I was like, dude, you're not gonna stop people from fucking partying, right? But, no. Like, I House was, parties I, became a thing. I was <laughs> part of the fucking rave scene back in the fucking '90s, early 2000s. Like, and that shit was all underground. Yep. All underground. Like, if people want to party, they're going to fucking find a way to do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Whether it's that kind of music, hardcore wrestling, you know what I mean? Yeah, we were doing shows uh, over the summer. They were doing shows in people's backyards, man. We would right. set up the ring in the backyard. <laughs> fucking do it. There's, there's, Just fucking this do is it. fucking Detroit, man. There's a ton of fucking abandoned buildings around. We used to have raves in them all the fucking time. What's what's to say we can have a fucking hardcore show? All you need is a fucking power source and a yeah. PA. And a PA. <laughs> and a PA. I've got one in my dad's house, so we've got a PA, buddy. Does anybody have a building we can use? Let me know. <laughs> Fuck that. We'll right. find a building. You find you a building. Go find one, man. That's you know so what I mean? crazy. Yeah, so, that's what you like. Uh, what do you just look around like uh, the couple weeks before and find one that's got power? Yeah. How do you do it? Let's figure. How do you? I know. How would you throw up. a rave? How would you throw a rave? 
Oh yeah, you're fucking fucking DTE. <laughs> right, right, well, no, no. <laughs> Sheesh. Subsidiary. <laughs> I can delete that. Yeah, don't worry, that'll add it out. But um, that'd be fun just to have like a secret show, let people know like of that's a location. how they used to do it back in the day, that's man. So crazy, yeah. handmade flyers, guerrilla style, man. And nowadays with social media, dude, if, like if you knew, you knew. If you didn't know, you weren't even part of it. Wow. That's why it was it's such an underground click, you know, the underground scene. Like, but you know, eventually, it, you know, it got bigger and bigger and bigger. Well, yeah. And then, you know, once mainstream gets a hold of it, and it just fucking MTV when they used to play fucking music videos. Yeah. You know, it's you know it turned into a fucking. Even though it was a lifestyle, you know the the idealism of what hardcore is, it turned into a fucking fashion show. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? How many ta- <laughs> like how many tattoos could you have up to your fucking ears or on your face? Yeah. You know what I mean? At a young age, you know, and dress this certain way and fucking go out and just be an asshole and you know start fighting and just and hardcore. It like it didn't even it wasn't even hardcore anymore. You know, it was just like like. Like deathcore, like you know, like bands like Attila. Oh like, yeah, you know. <laughs> you know, and don't get me wrong, like I, I like Acacia Strain, but like they're still kind of in that same vein. Maybe not the same, I, I'm you know, mindset as those like the red cord shit. Yeah, yeah. As those guys are like Attila, you know what I mean? They were just like it was all about like, like looking like a rich tattooed, fucking goofy looking white guy that screened an hardcore band. That's what it plugs. turned into. Yeah. <laughs> Two inch Giant plugs. plugs. Yeah. Like, that's what it turned into. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I remember. Oh, 100%. I remember, like, going to hardcore shows and, like, dudes wearing Gucci fucking tennis shoes. And I was like, what are you doing? Right. What are those you doing? I have a pair of Vans on right now, and I'm right. not going to feel bad if I step on those. Right. At no, not all. at all. Not at all. You might catch his van to the face. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Right, man. It's It just turned into a fashion show, man. I remember it's... when we all got grills, too. I did. I got a fucking grill whenever I never was had like, a grill. Get a grill. I remember Fuck people yeah, dude. That shit. It was like yeah. perfect. Thanks, Paul Wall. Yeah. <laughs> I remember. I remember seeing a picture of Danny Albright with like his grill in, and I was like, "I'm gonna go get me yeah. one now." It's <laughs> like that's it. I'm done. Fucking Danny. Goddamn Danny. Dude, once I I gotta get uh, work done on this one other tooth. It's the same tooth I had removed over here. That one I have removed. I might just tell him just to remove this other one. Because I'm going to get gold implants. Awesome. <laughs> I always wanted like gold or silver. Like, if I ever had a tooth removed, I'd, yeah. I'd get an implant like a gold or silver yeah. just to be fucking just trash. I was going to say, that was, my, <laughs> that was my granddad back in the day, dude. He trashy. had his teeth capped in gold. Like, you know what's crazy is, like, I was talking to my dentist, and they said that, you know, the um, replacing a tooth with, an, with a metal implant like gold or platinum or silver, whatever. It's cheaper than... Well, it's not that so much uh, that it's cheaper, but it's also more hygienic because it doesn't... It doesn't uh, collect any kind of bacteria. Yeah, it won't corrode. Well, does shine it, it up? Well, it doesn't collect bacteria like your normal teeth. Okay. It's not an organic material. Yeah, right. yeah, 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 so. yeah. Okay, and so then it can't be like attacked by like no, right. exactly right. The sugar monster. It can sit. Right. <laughs> the sugar can yeah. sit there all it fucking wants, yeah. and all it's going to do is tarnish right. it. So, like, and that tarnish is going to cause some shit in your mouth. But yeah. you know, brush yeah. your teeth. Right, and brush your teeth. Kids. Get your teeth polished every now and then. Those couple gold teeth, you know. <clears throat> Dude, what was like, I? It's I knew it was gonna happen eventually, because you know it's you know a scientific known fact that like uh, kids that grew up playing contact sports, especially football, and then once I get into boxing and Muay Thai and shit like that, biting down in the mouthpiece constantly oh, yeah. and getting hit in the head will yep. cause 
micro fractures in your teeth. Oh yeah. yeah. Especially the ones that cause the most the pressure points in the mouthpiece. And that's exact. I mean, that and me, I got hit in the fucking head with brass knuckles a couple of times. <sighs> that didn't help. I remember one time the one this tooth I already had removed. It was. I mean, I thought I was out of my fucking head, dude. And I just I bit down because it didn't knock me out. I bit down on it and it pushed the whole fucking thing Ugh. right back up into the fucking roof. Mm. I remember it crunched. It crunched like I was biting yep. out a fucking like a candy cane. Uh, yeah, I, that's what happened to my one of my front teeth, man. I had a fuck, fucking cap on it. <laughs> yeah, I had a cap on one of my front teeth. Those biting bacon. Like that, I've only it didn't only even break, dude. Uh, oh, it, dude, it knocked the whole fucking root out. And I bit down and pushed it right back up in there. Yeah, it's the fucking and worst, it was dude. Fucking probably fifteen years later to where that I ever had any other problems with it. Wow. I bit that motherfucker down and pushed right back up into it. It hurt like a some bitch. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. You know. <laughs> I hate fucking mouth injuries. Like teeth are fucking gross. Teeth are gross. Yeah. Oh, I, hate, dude, <laughs> I hate the dentist, man. I mean, I I go just because you you know, you have to. Nope. But like when it comes to dental surgery. Oh yeah. Dude, if you, like, if you I trip out, they gotta take a tooth out. I'm fucking shaking and sweating like yeah. motherfucker. Oh, I gotta you take put me to sleep. take edibles yeah. before I go, dude. If you don't, we might be fighting uh, by yeah. the end of this. Yeah, like I get <laughs> yeah. scared. And one time, I had like a back, uh, like a wisdom tooth. I never got them pulled out like as like a teenager. Mm-hmm. So there's like as time would go on, they'd like shift or whatever. And I got one taken out, and it was like a. It was like a 21 year old fucking like a little Indian girl, dude. She was like trying to yank on my tooth. She was yanking. She was slipping and pulling. I was like, get that fucking thing out. I was like yelling at her. And she finally ripped it out. But I had the most sore, the biggest sorest oh mouth ever. God. And she yep. was just, she was like pulling. She kept like slipping with like the forceps or whatever. So it's just like crunching. I hear it fucking me up. I was like, oh my God. So my but parents then, had good insurance yeah. when I was growing Dude, I'm sorry. Finish your story. No, you're fine. Well, well then like, a couple years later, I had another tooth removed from like a regular like like a male like doctor and, yeah. and I was like bracing for it like holding on like sweat and shit yeah. he's just like dit, dit, dit. I was like alright then he had to do another one on the bottom too and he fucking took that one now I thought he was still working on the same one I was like are you done it's like so we do another one he goes no I did the whole thing and it was like one minute and this bitch was working on one dude right. for five fucking minutes and sweating and blood everywhere your head's going yeah, fuck bitch so fuck scary. so I was like traumatized like yeah. I gotta yeah. go back get another tooth removed I was like this ain't gonna be good bro when I got when I got this one tooth removed it's the only tooth I've had removed and uh I went in there and uh they, you know they the shots were what killed me, dude. Those three shots mm-hmm. or four, however many. Yeah, the scary. one, the main oh. one where they do the, the with the giant fucking needle. Yeah, where they do the main nerve. Yeah, right inside. Worst, dude, I was laying. My fucking legs are shaking because I fucking hate needles, dude. Yeah, my legs are fucking shaking, dude. Like, nice and slow. So I'm laying yeah. there and waiting for the shit to kick in, and it was a female dentist, and then it was another female uh, dental assistant. They come in, these fucking bitches, they get into an <laughs> argument with each other. Like, one's on one side and one's on the other. And it was it had nothing to do with me you know, or my, you know, my situation. But it was just like, she was like reprimanding her. And like, over top of me, I'm just going. <laughs> You're sitting there with cotton in your mouth like, huh? I'm like, hey. is this going to be a fucking issue? Let like, up, what ladies. the fuck? Like, they're arguing with each other. Wow. Like, I was just like, oh, my God. Not only do I fucking hate being here, but now this is fucking happening. Yep. Bitches fighting. Do my but parents? Once they fucking left, the, the dentist came in there, dude. It was like that, dude. I don't know. If she's like stuck a corkscrew up in that motherfucker. And just went. 
Boom! It was <laughs> Dude, once they actually get those fucking teeth out, they sometimes they'll come right out. Uh, when I had my wisdom teeth removed, I actually had to be put out because yeah. I just I can't do the dentist. I will right. fight you. Right. Um, they put me out. Well, my teeth came out so quick. They were like, "Fuck, we gave them too much of the sleeping medicine," oh, and shit. they needed that exam room. So they were like, "Hey, buddy, like, let's wake you up." They wa- woke me up and hey. like walked me over to this like separate room, and my mom's like. Holding my hand, they she's like, "Hey, but you, you were walking." They walked me from the exam room into another room so that I could sleep off this fucking medicine. Right, right. My mom said that like she was sitting there with me, and there was a pack of gauze pads. And she goes, "I, I just looked up at her and I go, Mom, that's the biggest box of fucking Kotex I've ever seen in my life.' And I just went <laughs> down, dude. Like I was just out. But she was oh, like, "Yeah, I don't shit. even know why you were talking about Kotex." I was like, "I didn't even know what Kotex was, babe." <laughs> <laughs> I do. I remember, uh, like, one of my biggest fears. Like, there's only a couple things that I'm, like, legit afraid of. Yeah. And it's waking up during a surgery and claustrophobia. Mm. Extremely claustrophobic. And when I had to have emergency surgery to have my appendix taken out. Oh, shit. I woke up during the fucking surgery. Oh, no. (laughs) That is so fucking scary, dude. Yeah, dude. That that would be one of my fears. They... When I went to the hospital, because so the way it went down was like I was at work, got a stomach fucking real bad stomach pain, thought I just had to go to the bathroom, went to the bathroom, and it was at the end of the shift, get off work, go home, my stomach started to hurt again, and I got home, and it was just like, it just intensified, intensified. I started sweating. Um, anyone who has, who's ever had appendicitis knows what I'm talking about. Septic. Like, yeah, you know, have you ever had your appendix taken out? No, no, yeah. not yet. No, I've had family. It's gonna happen someday, probably. I'm sure. And they're fucked up, dude. And you, you know, when you get the flu, you get the chills, yeah, and cold sweats. And I had that, but it was like intensified by a hundred. It was just one after another, after another, after another. It's like it just wouldn't stop. Oh, and I was shit. curled up on the fucking floor, shit, like, you know, in pain. It felt like somebody was sticking a screwdriver mm-hmm. right in the middle of my gut. So. Uh, my girlfriend at the time, she was at work. She came home, and uh, you know I'm laying there on the floor, just pale as that fucking paper, sweating. She's like, "What the fuck is wrong with you?" I was like, "I don't know. My stomach's fucking killing me. This and that." She's like, "Do you need to go to the hospital?" I was just like, "Ah, I'm trying to fight it off, thinking you know, just give me some water, maybe it'll get better." I took a fucking ibuprofen, dude. One sip of water. As soon as I swallowed it. And mind you, the whole time before she got home, I'm on the floor on my phone on fucking WebMD trying to, like, self-diagnose myself. Like, what the fuck is wrong with me? You know, it's either the flu or cancer. I'm yeah. not sure I'm, yet. I'm fucking dying yeah. over here. <laughs> yeah. Dude, and appendicitis is nothing to fuck with, man. No, dude. It's I heard it's a very painful. It's a very it, painful thing, man. <clears throat> so as soon as I hit that ibuprofen and a sip of water, fucking immediately started throwing up. I mean, immediately. Yeah, your body will reject everything, man. Everything. Everything. And so I was like, take me to the fucking hospital. Get to the hospital. I'm laying there in the fucking bed. You know, they had to drink these fucking... They, they gave me a couple shots, like anti-nausea, to so I could keep these fucking... I had to drink two 32-ounce glasses of whatever this fucking liquid was. It's yep. clear liquid. Yeah, I think it's to clear you out, pretty much. Yeah, well, so they could do the MRI. Oh, it's like... Okay, yep, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Right, yep. So I had to chug, dude. It tasted like fucking chemical Kool-Aid, dude. Oh. It was terrible. <laughs> but I'm, I, I drink that. Here comes the nurse, and I'm laying there. I'm just fucking dying, dude. She's like, all right, well, I'm going to give you some pain medicine. I'm going to give you some morphine. I was like, 
no the fuck you're not. I was like, I don't want no fucking morphine. I was like, don't you fucking dare. Because I already had an IV in. I was like, don't you fucking dare put morphine in that IV. I was like, I don't want that shit. I don't want it anywhere near me. I was like, give me something fucking non-narcotic, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, dude. Tramadol the, or something, man. No, morphine's fucking weird. I remember the I had to have morphine one time. And I remember asking the lady, I'm like, hey, is tasting metal in my mouth normal? And she goes, yeah. And I go, is my asshole feeling weird normal? And she goes, I don't know. I've never heard anybody say their asshole feels weird <laughs> after taking morphine. I was like, my asshole feels warm. And she was like, oh, that's just the morphine, baby. Oh, I was like, <laughs> sweet. I was like, you guys can do whatever you want right now, then. <laughs> well, she looked at me like I was fucking crazy when I said that. She's like, you don't want morphine? I was like, fuck no. Oh. I was like, I do not want that shit in my fucking veins. Do not give it to me. And I was like, you, I know you guys devil. have... Oh, I was like, I know you guys have fucking something non-narcotic, tramadol or something like that. Give me that. I'm like, just something. I don't give a fuck if you crush up a fucking leave and put it in. The right, just pretend. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tell me yeah. it's something else. Yeah. Right. No narcotics. No, dude. And yeah, like I just, I'm glad I have that like thing where I'm like, oh, okay, this is what this feels like. And then I never fucking dealt with it again. Right. But like legit, I was like, oh, I can see how people can get hooked on this shit. Hell yeah. Real fucking quick. Right. I yeah. was like, this is fucking great. Yeah. So 100%. So Yeah, man, but so I go on like get ready for the surgery. You know, the anesthesiologist comes in, you know, they're doing their thing, fucking uh, kind of explaining to me what's going on. And I told her, I was like, "Listen, I have to tell you something. I don't know if this is going to make a difference. Maybe you have to give me a little more or whatever." I was like, "But one of my biggest fucking fears is waking up during a surgery." She's like, "Oh, you'll be fine. Blah blah blah, this and that." Okay. Next thing I know, fucking, I'm out. She like, the, she had already administered the medicine. Yeah, she had already started anesthesia. kicking you out when you were talking yeah, to her. Yeah. So next thing I know, I was just fucked out. The la- next thing I remember is being in the operating room. I woke up and I looked down and I had all these fucking um, sticky like nodule things. You yep. Know, yep. The nodes. Off, and I went to fucking start ripping them off me. And I would sit up. And it was laparoscopic surgery, so they blow you up full of air, you know. And I looked down, I was just like, "Whoa, what the <laughs> fuck?" I didn't feel, I didn't feel anything. Oh, so no, you won't feel it, but you're gonna fucking, you're like anything. seeing it, and you're like, "What the fuck is going on right now?" And I remember one of the nurses yelled, they're "Like he's awake and he's alive!" When I was like mm-hmm. trying to sit up, I was fighting the nurses off, and one of them jumped over my chest, oh and my the God. other one, another one jumped on top of them, and they hit me again with the anesthesia, and boom, I was out. Mm-hmm. That's fucking scary shit. And the next thing I remember is I woke up in the fucking recovery room, and I had, um, the nurse that was there, the recovery nurse or whatever they, you know, their title is. Um, I asked her. I said, "Listen." I explained to her like you know this fear of mine that I had. I was like, I don't know if this was a dream or did this really happen. She's like, Oh no, it really happened. Oh shit. She's like, We had to fucking hold you down and Goddamn Frankenstein. Give you another that's Yeah, so exactly. Scary. Give me another fucking Dude, that's dose. terrifying, dude. I thought about that too. Or or just waking up and just your chest is wide open. Oh dude, when my wife my wife delivered our baby, fucking uh like they told me, they go, Hey, look to the side because they were bringing my child over. Yeah. And I thought they said look up, so I popped over the thing, and my wife was having a C-section. Oh, and the only it. thing, oh, Inside dude, no, out, dude, oh. my brain wouldn't let me comprehend what I was seeing because the only thing that I could remember seeing was a black hole where my wife's 
like body should be. I just saw black and I sat back down. As I sat back down, I look over to the side and there's my baby girl. And I'm like, okay, got it back into reality. And look over my wife's there. I go, all right, things are good. They were like, can you come with us? Like, we're going to take you in this room with your baby. I was like, yeah, good idea. Cause I don't fucking know what I just saw. (laughs) I'm like, yeah, cause I'm about to fight all you guys. Cause I don't know if my wife's body's there. Right. (laughs) Fuck that. Oh, dude. Well, that's heavy, man. Yeah. Fuck it. Let's wrap it up. Yeah, let's wrap it up. 3.30 in a couple hours. We did, yeah, we did two yeah, hours. Yeah. Almost exact. So, all right. We'll hell yeah, it. man. It's fun times. It's a good Thank you for listening. I appreciate everybody's feedback. Again, um, if you made it this far, I appreciate you. And check out the other episodes if you haven't listened. Um, I don't know, man. Hit me up. Tell your friends.